Today, let's start the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression, Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Friday afternoon, I'm Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk on AM 1600, KIVA, abq.fm on the app, and, of course, rockoftalk.tv. Thanks for joining us, and you can uh, watch us directly on that abq.fm app, and just pull up the little handy-dandy little TV right there. You now can see Rudy live in studio. You can see Dowd live in studio all at once, uh, side by side. So there they are. Uh, you guys can uh, check them out and what they're doing. you got to... Uh, Dowd, very, very busy on his laptop, and uh, Rudy, very, very busy there. And look at Rudy. He's looking up at himself for the very first time. <laughs> yeah, so he uh, he actually can see himself and what he looks like on TV now. So that's very exciting. Uh, a couple of quick updates before we get into the show. Jam-packed show. We'll have Jay Block here, uh, Sandoval County Commissioner Jay Block. He'll be joining us here uh, very shortly. And then uh, in addition uh, to that, uh, we also... Uh, need to cover the coronavirus stuff once again. A excellent piece coming piggybacking off of yesterday's show, uh, where we should start talking about the cycle thresholds and how missed the science is on all of this. And uh, I think we should probably have a pretty good debate today regarding not providing evidence for a emergency. Now I checked on Utah, I checked on Arizona, I checked on Colorado and Texas, and so we just tried to figure out very quickly whether or not any of them had declared a state of emergency, and none of those states have decided to go ahead and do so. We are the only state yet again, and I think the motivation is twofold. Um, one is the financial incentive. Im- immediately upon declaring a national emergency, uh, what happens is that we immediately get, I believe, an injection of about $250,000 that comes with that. Just by writing a two-page letter, it's $250,000, and I'm not sure exactly where that comes from, but I believe that's a federal assistance. And the second thing, of course, is to make us Republicans and conservatives uh, look bad. And I really think that that's, you know, the big overall motivation that's going on here. So uh, I have not watched uh, any of the television programming that's out there, 4713. I have not read the paper uh, after I watched that, uh, the little celebratory Albuquerque Journal front page piece where it says Donald Trump is impeached a second time. I'm like, well, I'm done with this. No reason to pay attention to anything here at this point. So uh, I've kind of let that be. Um, what I will say is people seem to be moving along as normal. They don't seem to be panicked. They're not worried about a Trump uprising. If you talk to normal people, they're like, well, it's too bad what's happened. And everybody's held it. Uh, it seems to me like that echo chamber coming from the left has had its own sort of decision and conversation without involving us. And obviously you can see that by the segmentation that's going on in social media. The social media banning conservatives, banning Republicans, and most uh, and foremost banning Donald J. Trump, our president. And in doing so, they don't want to hear from us. So they're going to run their country their way, the way they want to do it. And I know that that's not the way that we did it for the last uh, four years. Uh, Say what you like. uh, But remember, they did have a huge resurgence back in 2018, and uh, they impeached the president in uh, the end of 2019, December 18th of 2019, uh, to be exact. So 
with all these things that are being said, we need to start keeping things in perspective. Uh, we're not worked up in any way, shape, or form. We're going to let the these the <laughs> events of the next week play themselves out. I think it'll be very anticlimactic. I don't know of one group or or anything that's going on that would have posed a threat. And with that being said, let me say this: if we have a national uh, state of emergency being declared for the state of New Mexico, you have to ask yourself. Well, what's the evidence? Where's the evidence that supports uh, having to talk about uh, what, what is this the word that the liberals love to the leftists, not liberals? We got to call them leftists now. Uh, to say it, liberals, uh, leftists have nothing to do with liberalism at this point. Indeed, I think uh, we need to use the proper uh, word usage there. But uh, insurrection, right? Uh, what else are we? I don't know what else we we are. But so the insurrection that they have stated. Uh, is, is there. They have no evidence of it. Uh, I would imagine at this point I would have been arrested. I would have been taken, I don't know, into some sort of you know, chambers uh, to be questioned for this. There's literally no data support for what she's doing. Uh, if I could add this to the impeach MLG, I certainly would because I do believe that this is also an impeachable offense uh, for the governor. Uh, she states that she wants to be the most transparent of all the uh, we'll continue, I believe the word, if I'm not mistaken, Dad, or the, the phrase was, we'll continue to be the most transparent governorship, or we'll continue to be transparent. Continue to be an administration that's transparent. Okay, so there, there, there you go. She's uh, hoping. But have you noticed that she's always looking to the audience and saying, right, 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 this is the way we do it, right, right? And you can tell when people are lying or un unsure of themselves, it's an easy read. Uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham would lose all her money and then some if she was on a poker table with me. I can assure you of that. My parents hate picking, uh, playing poker with me, incidentally, uh, because I steal all their money from them. <laughs> I don't even play the cards. I just sit there and stare at them the whole entire you, time. You have such good people, like, analysis <laughs> skills. I mean, you can deal with people who are difficult. I, I'm not surprised you'd be good at poker. Yeah. So we sit there, and I just take all their money, and they're like, <laughs> we're never going to play with you again. But you just play with nickels, I'm sure. Family, family poker. Yeah, and, you know, the wrong thing to do would be to bluff me, uh, which is what they attempt to do many times. But anyway, I digress. Uh, there's no evidence for any things that, that she is uh, pushing out there. So with that being said, we go into this week into a state of emergency. Uh, small businesses have been shuttered 10, 10 and a half uh, months uh, to this point. Bars uh, also shuttered. I believe this is actually 10 months and two days uh, to the day because we started March uh, 13th yep. all the way to Friday, January 15th, and not much has really changed. Uh, several people are putting it out that never let a good crisis go away. So just listen to Sean Hannity. Um, not particularly happy with a lot of the people who are talking from the right, particularly other talkers. I think there's a little bit too much give at this point, uh, too much. Well, we got to validate everybody else. We got to validate everybody else. And like, you know, honestly, we don't, the problem is really easy to fix. Uh, the voting, we know that there is quote unquote, a potential uh, voter fraud everywhere, okay? So if we could have counted the votes and if we didn't have 90% of the media and now you can lump in social media against us, that's really the only ways that you can change it. And so when I hear Dan Bongino whine and complain and I hear uh, conservatives whine and complain and everyone's upset because, well, they kicked us off the social media platform. Well, well where were we this whole entire time that we needed social media so badly? No doubt's never really been involved. Uh, Rudy, I think you infrequently check on all very that minor. stuff. Yeah. I think out of the three of us, I mean, I spend a, 
Traffic is now just outbound. If you want to come in, here's where you can follow, and here you can I, find I can't us. say I saw this coming because I didn't, but when I started writing my column many you know, over 10 years ago, I, I wanted my own website. I wanted to be able to control it. You know, I didn't see Jack Dorsey coming down this pike, but I wanted to have that level of control and not surrender my voice to somebody else. Right, and I think that's just it. I mean, you have surrendered your First Amendment voice, and every single time you think that Jack Dorsey or... Mark Zuckerberg or Apple or Google or name the group out there has to preserve your First Amendment rights. The, the fact is they don't. They don't have to preserve your First Amendment rights because that is a platform. They can take you off, kick you off, whatever. So you get what you paid for. It was free. They took, they took your identity, and now we're left here holding the bag, and they fooled us. You know, They took us far enough down, oh, you're not on Facebook, and and, and honestly, and, and this is in no way a defense of any of these social media companies, um, but they do have the right to go ahead and do what they want to do, and we have the right to punish them. So this is, you know, they call it the Great Reset. I would suggest that we have greater resources than they do. Uh, financially, I think uh, conservatives in this country has more. Now they're coming after that, so you have to defend your business, so that's really important. Uh, you have to defend your right to pursue happiness okay so there's ways that you 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 can do that making sure that you have to do everything you possibly can to adjust go to work uh i wouldn't pay attention to everything else i would pay attention to your bottom line that would be the most important thing deplatforming deplatform altogether we've given you some some tips on going uh, on how how to do that it's real easy okay and get connected to the people around you this is an opportunity to go press press the flesh talk to people you know, actually reach out to people, uh, let the local news stations, how, let them know how you feel about them, pick them up and tell them that you're never going to watch them again, you're never going to listen to them again, and you're not going to pay attention, and you're going to make sure that their advertisers know that uh, first and foremost. So that's the big thing. If you find an advertiser on any of those mainstream media, uh, especially the over-the-air media, I want to make sure that you let them know, okay, that they are supporting... In my opinion, very, what could be more anti-American than, than squashing free speech? In my opinion, nothing. You have the run, right to run your commercials. Well, because you write, run your commercials on a very biased TV or radio station, in that, in that, and anybody can advertise with me, I believe we have CBD uh, promotions on this channel. Is that correct, Rudy? Yeah, it is uh, Raw Greens. We have Raw Greens. I mean, we don't turn anybody away, so we let anybody uh, come in. That wants to come in. So, you know, they have a right to our audience, our platform, and they pay for it. Uh, there, there it goes. So anyway, with that being said, this is the great deplatforming, and people are making adjustments. I've noticed that a lot of people are boycotting Cumulus. I noticed a lot of people are, are boycotting uh, iHeart. A lot of people are, are boycotting big corporations. They're like, you know what? We're going to take the power back. We've been giving these people all of our money to have them tell us how to think, what to believe, and who should be president? Okay, so now's the time for us to go ahead and push forward in a new direction. Our platforms, of course, are very easy to find. Rockoftalk.com, rockoftalk.tv, rockoftalk.chat, and uh, we control everything that is under us. Now, I've got two very important notices. They won't be available till tomorrow, but here you go. I got the official release. 11 a.m. on Monday, we will have our release for Roku. So Roku will have us uh, for to, for Monday at 11 a.m. 
and uh, you can download that. So put that in your, your and tell every single person that you possibly can uh, about it. It is a continuous run of this, all the news uh, bits that are out there, and share it. And best way to get it right now is just you can watch it at abq.fm. Uh, We're right there. You can scroll down to Rock of Talk uh, TV. Uh, Amazon Fire. We will be on the Fire Stick, which is very important. It's a big platform. had no idea the audience and the reach out there. Uh, the reach out for Fire is going to be uh, some somewhere between Saturday at noon and Sunday at 5 p.m. So please go to your Amazon uh, Fire. And then, of course, you could already see us uh, directly on the app. When we return, uh, we will talk a little bit more about the write-up given by Dowd, which you can find directly on our app at rockoftalk.chat. I just sent it out about an hour ago, and I have been so busy doing everything for the radio station. Yeah, so, uh, already Bong- feedback on it, though. Four, four comments already. There you go. Don- Dan Bongino made a veiled threat towards Jack Dorsey. That's a mistake, such that he was going to physically harm him. Yeah, that's just... This is not going to end well. Uh, I can tell you that. Obama asked the supporters to attack the Capitol. Should he be allowed to speak freely on social media uh, platforms? Uh, that's an interesting question. So you're trying to bait me into the uh, affirmative that, hey, Donald Trump asked people to attack the Capitol. So did you hear that right there? Mike Masters jumping in. And we want more contrarian ideas. We want more people from the other side uh, attempting to listen to us. That would be a very good thing. But. Hey, Mike, you're not going to bait me into that. 419, back and forth. Chris Napier here with Loan Depot, the mortgage guy. As you look for the best ways to provide and protect for your family, the structure of your loans is critical. Your mortgage payment and its terms could be behind the curve. Let's ensure that when you're buying or refinancing your home, you have the best total cost. Call me at 505-710-2499 and MLS number 330093. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting out, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today at 250-3754 or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. This is Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we also have over a hundred lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 
856-1171, or you can email him directly, michael at michaeltrujillo.com. That's michael at michaeltrujillo.com. Winter is here, and the real estate market in New Mexico is different than past years. Hello, this is Tracy Venturi with Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. And this is Tico Venturi. If you're thinking of selling, let's talk about the reasons to sell now. There are a lot of unknowns going into 2021 for real estate. What's certain right now, buyer demand is very strong, interest rates are making monthly payments very affordable, and the number of homes available right now for sale is at an all-time low. Has there ever been a time when there was a great opportunity and you missed out? Don't wait to sell and miss out this time. Home buyers are waiting. Call us now to put a plan in place to get your home sold for top dollar. Studies have shown that the biggest regret of home sellers is that they don't start preparing to sell their home early enough. If 2021 is a year you're going to move up, move out, or move on, time to give us a call. Hire us, the number one real estate team in New Mexico. Call now, 448-8888 or on the web, welcomehomeabq.com. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. Over 5 million people since 1976 experienced the peace of mind that having Revelco vehicle anti-theft device on their vehicle provides. RevelcoNM.com or call us at 505-550-4994 and see how you can gain that peace of mind as well. All right, time to put things together. We're going to start with the weather. Looking like a nice weekend. I know right now Paradise Hills checks in with 57 degrees, 57 at Hoppentown, and it is 56 here at the Rock of Talk. Lots to talk about. Paseo del Norte, we had an accident westbound of Jefferson now. Right across the fence, another one, and that has got traffic just a little bit hesitant coming up towards the I-25. Also on Alameda westbound, you're under 10 miles an hour from the railroad tracks all the way into Corrales. And on San Mateo northbound, construction has a left lane closed pretty much between Aztec and Ponderosa, which is kind of Candelaria to Comanche. So just know that's going to be a little bit of a test of patience. However, on that very road, you could stop at Monte Cigar Shop, San Mateo, just north of Comanche, with the biggest humidor in the southwest. Now, that makes for a great selection, large selection of blends and a lot of great prices as well on over 2,000 types of cigars, plus tobacco and classy pipes at Monte Cigar Shop, San Mateo, just north of Comanche. And with that, we're up to date now. We dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro-aggression, Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. 424 here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA, ABQ.FM on that app, and rockoftalk.tv. So check it out so you can watch us. And we've got a little bit of a debate going on. And we got uh, uh, Mike Masters here against Mike Lucero. And, you know, this is the kind of stuff I love where people have to write out exactly what they say. And, you know, as I said, I mean, you know, I can read anything. And he steps right in, hoping to ensnare me. And he says, uh, if Obama asked his supporters to attack the Capitol, first he didn't. I don't know where Donald Trump actually said, uh, hey, guys, can you guys go attack the Capitol? I don't think that happened anyway. But this is you're entitled to your own opinions. Uh, you're not entitled to your own facts about things. And then he uh, Mike uh, continues on again. He says he stated he stated he wouldn't like Mike Pence very much if he didn't change our fair election results. OK, he said he wouldn't like Mike Pence very much. That is true. But he did not say our fair election results. So go back, find that. Next, his supporters are chanting, hang Mike Pence. Quit dodging the truth. 
I love this. We love our trolls, and we like when Keep they identify <laughs> themselves. And especially as we have now found out that we're not one, not two, but three people affiliated directly with Black Lives Matter who are at the very front of the U.S. Capitol. We have yet to even break that down. We're going to let that go for right now. Uh, you guys can go ahead and, and oh, look, he, Michael Lucero stating that he deleted his comment. Well, of course he did. This is what happens when you catch them. And, uh, hey, if you don't like being in the trenches, going, I'm doing this at the same time that I'm doing the whole show, uh, by the way, in addition to showing all the new doodads here for, for uh, uh, Rudy. Rudy's, like, loving it. Look, look at Rudy. He's just enjoying himself. He's like, he's never seen this before. I've never had anything like this before. Right, right Rudy? Oh, that's true. And I love the Roku TV coming this week. I just love that. That is, uh, by the way, that's 11, uh, 11 a.m., Pacific time, so that's noon, Mountain Standard Time. That's the official launch, so we'll go ahead and uh, put that stuff uh, out there. And you're welcome to call in directly. It's right there at the bottom, 550-5500. Call you in the Kiva. Go ahead. Yeah, I just got in a fight with some guy named Hart from 770. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Is that a radio station? <laughs> I guess that might be. I don't know. <laughs> For a little while. Uh, uh, that would be the uh, main director. He's from Philadelphia, and... There's no reason to start fights with anybody at this point. I mean, well, he's, well, he, he's the one who got upset when I started talking about uh, New Mexicans being united and telling some guy named Darren to shut the hell up. Okay. Well, there you go. I mean, uh, do you feel better? Well, I'm going to tell you the truth. Actually, he just uh, told me that all New Mexicans are stupid and that anybody that uh, uh, agrees with what you say I must be some kind of weird Trump supporter. Hmm. Wow, that's interesting. Uh, well, to insult New Mexicans, as you can see, I have the New Mexican flag right behind me, as well as the United States flag, uh, as well as uh, my Don't Tread on Me flag, and uh, my New Mexico, United States of America. I mean, if you want to call New Mexicans stupid, I'd love to challenge him to A and IQ test, if you want to just uh, put this well, straight, up, uh, straight up and down. Eddie, Eddie uh, you and I are both pious grads, okay. and uh, let's, let's put it this way. This guy is not... And uh, all he does is hold us for contempt, and everybody in his uh, lineup is not from New Mexico. So that is true. Uh, you it. have Bob Clark is from Pennsylvania. Uh, T.J. Trout is from Ohio, Cleveland, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I believe you have the uh, what's the other guy that's in the evening? Bob Clark. Oh no, um, evening guy. I can't think of the guy. Brandon Vogt. Brandon Vogt. Yeah, Vogt. Yeah. So I mean, you can kind of go through the whole entire roster. The only guy that I know. Uh, and he's a guy I got rid of on this radio station was Jeffrey Candelaria. Now, he called me, right. uh, you know, after the whole fact, and he's a pious grad himself. But, you know, why are you working so hard to try and go ahead and uh, pick up the phone and give him a piece of your mind? Why not just uh, pick up the phone or grab an email and tell everybody just to tune in over here? That'd be good. Well, it's more fun to get into their grill and let them know how anti-New Mexican they really are. And they belong back in the East Coast where they came from. Yeah, that East Coast mentality has uh, certainly uh, been pretty prevalent here. I We're not all you. bad. <laughs> yeah, there's a, uh, and if you really want to talk about intelligence, I'll just uh, I'll just put you know I'll just I'll just put doubt in front of everybody and uh, let them figure out how intelligent we are. Five fifty. And what's your first name, sir? This is David down in Valencia. David, there he is. Yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't recognize you, David. Don't get. How, how about that weather today, huh? It's so beautiful down here. There no we wind. Go. All right, so we made you in a good mood. I'm building a hops farm as we speak, and I've used this great four years to actually construct something that will last for a generation. 
Hmm. Okay. Very cool. David, I appreciate you David, very much. David, if you need farm workers, I'm available on the weekend. <laughs> there we go. Got a little experience got, got in that a field. Hand. Uh, call over <laughs> in the Kiva. Go ahead. Hi, Eddie. Yes. Uh, Pick up the phone. Pick up the phone. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Um, I think I sent you some information, and I just want to see if you received it about Make Americans Free Again. Uh, if you did, I don't know. I got like 700 and some odd emails and 600 text messages that I haven't got, gone through. Uh, I don't recall seeing that, but you want to tell our audience very quickly? Well, I just um, am mentioning it to you because you're talking about is there an emergency or is there not an emergency? Um, Make Americans Free Again have filed a lawsuit against the governor personally and in her position as governor um, with exactly that idea, well, it's not an idea, that's what the lawsuit is, um, that there is no emergency, that she needs to prove that there is an emergency, and they have filed this lawsuit here in New Mexico and also in Ohio, and I understand that they intend to file further lawsuits uh, throughout the United States with governors that are abusing their power. Well, I admire your courage. I love what you're doing. I think that's definitely the right angle. In normal oh, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. This is a group out of Ohio. Okay, well, whoever it is, I, I don't care. I, mm -hmm. I was just attributing it to you. I think it's the right angle. I think it's definitely the right way to go about things. However, except in this particular case, as you know, the courts are stacked against us. You get five Democrats on the Supreme Court. Any lawsuit that you do file isn't going to go anywhere. And whether it was the Restaurant Association, multiple businesses getting together, uh, these aren't going to get any traction right now. And the reason uh, has to do with, and she's been breaking the law over and over again. Uh, I think probably the, the most egregious uh, version of that is continuing to extending uh, the uh, state of emergency or the pandemic uh, edicts that were coming through without actually meeting with any legislators or encouraging any of them to get some contributions. She's essentially been in her own house in her own echo chamber and literally waving her wand telling us what to do. And this is just uh, amongst the latest. I don't anticipate it's going anywhere, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. So whoever is doing this, I would love to talk to them, and I think it's the right thing to do. But you know, um, it's sort of like my friend just told me, uh, Big Andy, he's such a great guy, and, and as he was, he, he told me this, and this is literally perfect. Let me read this word for word. In Russia, they say, the innocent will be punished and the guilty promoted. Billions of rubles misused in the building of a vasectomy. I mean, if you think about that, right, we are now the criminals. We are now the people uh, who have done, and this is what they have to do. This is what fascism is all about. This is well, what, what know, this I'm, is, this is what communism is about. The people who would uphold the state in order for them to topple the state, they got to topple the people who would uphold the state, uh, not to mention, you know, the statues and the, the flags as we have here, all this stuff. This is absolute war that they've uh, wreaked havoc on. And for me, just saying that this is war, they will no doubt come after me. So as long as we're all prepared, you know your rights. And as long as this is still the United States of America, we got to keep fighting. Anything else? Um, well, I just want to add that, you know, my father's family escaped. My father and his family escaped during communist Russia. So I've been listening to these stories about communism and communist Russia and socialism since I was a little girl. You know, every day we heard something. I thought he was crazy. But as it turns out, he was not crazy. Um, also, I want to mention that I'm a, I have a, 
commercial property, a large commercial property um, in Albuquerque and um, with a liquor license. Our tenants have not been able to operate since, you know, mid-March, which means that we're not getting paid either. And uh, the financial burden is is unbelievable. So it's what are you, what's your, what's your recourse? What are you thinking? Of? Let's, if you don't mind thinking out loud so that it will help other people, what is your attempts at recourse at this point? And I used to, uh, by the way, be a commercial real estate broker for almost 10 years. I don't know what the recourse is. You know, we're trying to work with our tenants. Is your to, okay? Let me let me let me ask some questions. Is your um, do you own the property free and clear? Probably not. It's a commercial space. No, no, no. Okay. We own it free and clear. And, oh, you own we it own free it and free. clear. No, we own it free and clear. We huh. own everything. Yeah. Okay. Well, then you're not going to get any recourse just because they can't pay. Doesn't mean you shouldn't pay maintenance. Uh, they're going to say that you could re-leverage uh, your property, your bank or a bank could say, well, you could borrow against your existing property and they'll use the collateralize the property for you to go ahead and take care of whatever maintenance and various things. So, you know, there, the, the tenants and, you know, landlord tenant law, the way that it works. And, and unfortunately it does not work to your favor, although I wish it did. Uh, it is. No, uh, our tenants, our tenants have been quite reasonable. You know, I mean, we're being reasonable. They're being reasonable, but you know, we were told two weeks, right? And then we were told when there's a vaccine. So none of this has come to pass. Um, uh, the only the only recourse I think that there is is the legislative session that's coming up, yeah, no. and I'm guessing they're going to do all that on Zoom. No, so, what, so what? Can. So the recourse that you're thinking is you're going to get bailout money from the state of New Mexico? Oh no 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 okay. no. Okay. Well then, what else? What else could the legislature possibly do for you? What could your legislator do for you? It's a it's a, it's, it's a it's a rhetorical question, really. Yeah. Nothing. Well, maybe it's rhetorical. Maybe it's not. Uh, maybe they would go in and look at what her emergency powers actually are. That's what they did. Ain't gonna in... happen. It's not. It's not gonna happen. That that ship sailed. And the reason why I'm cutting you off and telling you that you shouldn't have any hope because there is no hope for this. Egolf was going to uh, do this, and he is the Speaker of the House. He was going to look into her powers. If I'm not mistaken, Dad, correct me if I'm wrong. Brian Egoff was going to look into her powers, thinking that she had overstepped her bounds. It was Damon Ely who was in the paper in the, in the Albuquerque and Journal saying, but again, we haven't heard anything about that in weeks. And yeah. you know, all she's going to do is snap her fingers and say, if you want your capital outlay authorization signed, you're going to, you're going to ignore this issue. I mean, because exactly. she can veto their pork, and that's how one of the ways they get reelected. So Yeah, there's nothing the legislature is going to do. Obviously, there's nothing the Republican Party is going to do, except her send out another press release and ask for more money from you. There's nothing that is going to happen. And the fact that you own it free and clear tells me, wow, you're way ahead of the game for one. And two, you know, this might be a chance. And I you see that you have good relationships uh, with your tenants for you guys to restructure uh, your lease. Oh, wait, I'm going to put on my little commercial real estate cap here. You ready for this? And what was your first name, ma'am? Kathy. Kathy, here's what you do, okay? Go to each of your tenants. Mm -hmm. Go talk to them. Have a sit down with them. And then get them to recommit by doing something called a blend and extend. So factor in their losses, keep where they're at, help them build, invest in their business once again, okay? And say, hey, we're gonna we're gonna put this on the backside of the lease. We're gonna take good care of you. You don't have to worry about it. We're gonna get through this together. And the thing is, is there is no forecast. You're in it. They're in it. You're in it together. And basically, you just uh, hold them over for a longer period of time with actually without actually charging them them more but not charging them 
uh, currently for what they're paying. It gives them a chance to sort of operate, uh, create some sort of capital. Uh, yeah, obviously, we've if done that. Okay, there you go. We've done that, there and, you go. It's, and it's a great idea, and it is working, and it's the right thing to do, and it's the decent thing to do. Yep. Uh, but <laughs> I've got bills to pay. You know, I mean, I got bills to pay. You know, I'm looking at getting work out of state because there is no work in state. I mean, um, I'm looking at moving well, I, to be able I to can't, support, you know, a family. I can't say I blame you on any one of those things, and those are all reasonable, practical things. And if you pick up and move and keep your property here and you secure these leases and then you go back to the bank and says, hey, I got bills to pay, uh, bank, and uh, these guys have all personally secured uh, these leases. Are they good for it? And the bank will make sure they're good for it. You know who's flush with cash right now? Banks. Who's that? Banks. Oh, banks. They yeah, have over yeah, $6 yeah. trillion dollars sitting in their little kitty. And if any banker tells you that he doesn't have the money right now, he's lying to you. They all have bank. They all have lots of money. But I'm going to tell you, it's not their money. They're literally agents for the U.S. government. Each one of these banks. Yeah. Did you know right now you can't go out? I want you to try this. Try to withdraw $4,000 from the bank right now as we speak. Really? Try to do yeah, it. Yeah. You want you want you don't want to know what you're going to be told? Will they cite some federal regulation? You have to declare why you are pulling yeah. your money out of the bank. <laughs> My own money directly. I got to explain it and justify it to you. You want, to, you want to know what they're trying to prevent? Does anybody know, Kathy? You can you know what they're trying Hoarding to prevent? Hoarding cash. Well, I'm guessing a run on the banks. Run right? on the banks. That's exactly it. Kathy's smart. She's on top of it, and she has a building that's completely paid for. Well, I didn't expect uh, this conversation, Kathy, but I'm <laughs> glad that you decided to pick up the phone and. You probably called the one person who could actually uh, help you, but I think, you know, you've done everything to help yourself already, and I appreciate you uh, bringing to the forefront what these people are doing to try and help us here in the state of New Mexico. But, you know, well, I'm, I I'm you not going to... Well, I think your crew are doing a, a fantastic job. I am Thank you. So, I am very hooked on your show. I like it a lot. Um, I, I love the the uh, audio clip that you did of the scientist in um, England yeah, Dr. that was Reed. last month sometime. He was fabulous, and I've listened to it myself on the computer. It's great. It's been very helpful on the COVID. Um, you cover things very well, very thoroughly, and I appreciate it very much. I hope that you can continue on. And I hope that you could continue on here in the state of New Mexico. We sure would miss somebody just like you who owns their building free and clear, is raising a family, listens to a radio show as good as ours, and then decides to go ahead and help out all those other businesses as well. You're doing the right thing. And my favorite statement out of everything that we said during this is, hey, it's just the right thing to do. Where has that gone? Right? What, what has happened with that? <laughs> I'd like to know that myself. Yeah, what, what's the right thing to do? We don't do the right thing any longer. It's so, all about uh, me. It's all about me. <laughs> oh, my pain, my agony, my circumstance. And it is hard, but I can tell you. Whining will get you absolutely nowhere. Great call, Kathy. 440 back and forth. Cellophane flowers never happened for me. Sleeping the day off, watching the night fall, covering nowhere. Do you have any more of a nest egg now than you did this time last year? If you're not moving toward reasonable financial goals, it's time for a chat with Tom Crow of Crow Financial Advisors. Visit crowaboutmoney.com. 
82 Guns and Glock salute the veterans of New Mexico by offering reduced blue label pricing on all Glock blue label handguns from Memorial Day to Veterans Day. 82 Guns is the largest stocking blue label dealer in the state and is the only woman veteran owned firearm store in Albuquerque. For details, come into the store in the Riverside Plaza just north of Montano and Coors at abqguns.com or call 899-1144. That's 899-1144. Hi, I'm Dr. Casals at the Vision Store. So many of you are worried about changes in your vision. At the Vision Store, we are available for routine, urgent, and emergent eye care, red eyes, broken glasses, and contact lenses. We carry a wide array of frame styles in our showroom to choose from, including sunglasses and anti-reflective lenses. Come see us Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 8 to 6, and Wednesday from 8 to 1. Come see what you haven't seen in a while at the Vision Store in Bernalillo. Call for an appointment today at 771-EYES. That's 771-3937. Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229. 884-8229. I don't know how to have time, but I know it's sunny side up o'clock. The pineapple coconut waffle at sunny side up. It's a whole wheat pancake filled with diced pineapples, toasted coconut, and homemade vanilla cream sauce. Go to sunny.theplaceilike.com. Great news. Ann Matthews Bridal just received the long-awaited Disney Fairy Tale Weddings Collection. Ann Matthews Bridal has been chosen to handle the premiere of this collection right here in Albuquerque. If you're needing a bridal gown, we look forward to showing this collection along with other top designer collections we carry. Call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. Ann Matthews Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. The cooler temperatures are finally here. That's good news for you because the best prices of the year are now. I'm Eddie Aragon and have just the guy for you. He's Mario from Axiom Home Services with over 40 years of experience. He'll come out to your home and show you the best refrigerated air conditioning options for your home and family. Don't miss the lowest prices of the season. Call now, 792-9742. That's 792-9742 or axiomhvac.com. Remember to ask for train unstoppable in any season. When it comes to vehicle maintenance and repair, you want a place where you can be sure you're going to get reliable, honest, and quality service. A place where a credentialed automotive expert will work on your vehicle and explain exactly what needs to be done and at a fair and honest price. And so important, where you won't be charged for parts and unnecessary service you may not even need. Now, where's this place? JJ's Premier Tire and Service, a one-stop shop for all your auto needs. Alignments, oil changes, brakes, computerized diagnostics, tune-ups, suspension, air conditioning, and more. And JJ's the tire dealer for all major brands, including Michelin, Firestone, and Goodyear. Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. We promise you excellent auto service, and we treat our customers the way we want to be treated. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Service on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. Do you have any more of a nest egg now than you did this time last year? If you're not moving toward reasonable financial goals, it's time for a chat with Tom Crow of Crow Financial Advisors. Visit CrowAboutMoney.com. Yeah. 
All right, let's put things together. We're going to start with the weather. Looks like a great day and a great weekend, really. Slight chance of rain on Sunday. Look at this, St. Pius, 57 degrees. It's 48 in uh, Tijeras with crystal clear skies and 56 here at the Rock Talk. Had an accident come and go on Wyoming northbound just beyond Spain, so you might feel a little bit of a sluggish drive there. I know that on Paseo del Norte westbound we had an accident at Jefferson. That's gone, but on the eastbound side they're trying to clear another one there. Costing a little time on your way to the 25. Well, this traffic with big buckets are waiting for you. Just go to enjoy. I'm sorry, to Joe's at enjoytakeout.com. With that, we're up to date now. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. All right, 446. Speaking of Joe's Pasta House, well, one of his neighbors is here in our studio, and his name, Jay Block, Commissioner Jay Block. And He's hanging out here with his uh, girlfriend, uh, Chrissy. Uh, she hails from New Hampshire. Uh, what do they call New Hampshire, Dad? What is that state called? The Granite State. Live Granite. free or die is on the license plate. Yeah, live yeah. free or die does say that. General uh, John Stark said that. There we go. Uh, don't tread on me, uh, Mr. Mr. J. Block. How are you, <laughs> Jay? What's going on? What's going on in your world? And let's talk about Sandoval County as sure. uh, as well. What's going on with you? So we just had a first commission meeting last night. I uh, resigned as vice chair, um, decided to step down after two years and give it to um, my good friend, Mike Meek, who was the previous Rio Rancho fire chief up there. Dave Heil is still the um, the chairman. I think this is like the fourth year in a row. So uh, we kept the we kept the commission Republican and um, we got a lot of things planned this year um, with some goals that we were looking at yesterday. We want to uh, start back up again with our economic development, which we're very proud of up there. Uh, we've been able to get a lot of manufacturing technology jobs, been able to expand uh, Intel. So there's a lot of things going on up there. Uh, things would be a lot better, though, if we had a lot, um, some more authority over our own county instead of uh, one person in Santa Fe kind of driving this train over the cliff. Well, I have to say that uh, it's been a difficult time for all of us uh, by stating the obvious there. Uh, you making these moves, and we hear some other rumblings uh, going about. You're welcome to address those uh, if you'd like right now or not. Uh, that's entirely up to you. But What would those be? Uh, well, we do hear that you potentially could uh, make an announcement or at least entertain the idea that you could uh, be running for governor. Uh, I'm looking at it. I'm seriously looking at it. I'm leaning that way. Um, and uh, I got some ideas out there, and I have... Um, been talking to a lot of uh, people around the state. Chrissy and I were just down in Carlsbad, Roswell, Alamogordo. Nice. I'm going down to uh, speak at the Eddy uh, County uh, Republican Convention, uh, not this weekend, but next weekend. And Chrissy and I are heading up to Taos. So I've been talking to a lot of people about it, and the feedback I've been getting has uh, been very, very positive. They seem to like my background. They seem to like my record um, that I've had in the past four years in the county commission. And... Um, you know, uh, they seem to uh, really enjoy uh, that I'm a New England Patriots fan, and uh, so yeah. I doubt that's what they enjoy. <laughs> the way yeah. of relating. Yeah. Nice yeah. try, yeah. nice try here. The Patriots uh, had a terrible year. Uh, hopefully, you become just a Tom Brady fan uh, now, and uh, you've decided to go ahead and move away from the Patriots altogether because now you're here in New Mexico, and we're glad to have you. I do enjoy my Patriots paraphernalia that you've given me over the years, but yeah. uh, I will say this, uh, Brady is going for maybe another Super Bowl. Wouldn't it uh, be a fitting 
and to have a Brady Rogers uh, Super Bowl or Brady. Yeah. I don't know. Some, some, I'm excited anyway. to see uh, Brady and, and the Patriots uh, go back to the Super Bowl. This uh, year. Yeah, that will not be happening. That's the <laughs> Buccaneers, uh, oh, different I, team altogether. We one. Can I haven't reckoned, I haven't accepted that yet. I'm still in in those what six stages of <laughs> yes. whatever Denial. that is. Bargaining yeah. depression. Yeah. 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 We don't actually know the number of uh, stages that are yeah. that are involved in denial because. Uh, we don't have denial around here. We acknowledge the reality and the cold, hard reality here in the state of New Mexico. Is And, and folks, you're going to want to listen to the next 10 minutes because I'm going to force Jay into a position that he had no idea he was going to have to address. But Jay is a, a decorated military veteran. Uh, he comes from a line of work uh, which has everything to do with the largest threat in the world. Uh, his uh, background, and I'll let him tell it, uh, has to do with the very thing that we all feared growing up in the 80s, uh, I should say the 70s, 80s. Uh, if you remember nuclear fallout shelters, well, now Jay uh, is very well adept and averse uh, um, at dealing with nuclear armament. And he did that across the pond, uh, I believe in the Netherlands, and also uh, did it here on behalf of our uh, great U.S. Navy. Uh, Not Navy, Air Force. Air Force, I'm sorry. Excuse me. All right, interview over. I'll see you later. Thanks for having me. <laughs> anyway. Don't call him a sailor. So, he worked for a living. You guys are so sensitive about your armed for I, I'll never get that. I'll never understand. I do have your medals here, so I should have Not seen medals. That that's uh, my commander's My point. gosh. Yep. Oh, my gosh. We yep. got it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Chris, Chrissy's the same way because uh, veterans, we do a lot of bantering with each other. And, yes. and, and Chrissy's like, what, what, the, what the hell are you guys doing? Yeah. And um, it's, you know, she's starting to get used to it a little bit not maybe not but anyway well i mean i, I gotta ask you we are now sure. in a state of emergency here in the state of new mexico um but our neighbors I'm, are not is that correct that is correct uh utah yep. arizona texas uh colorado and oklahoma none of uh which are in a state of emergency yeah but that makes FBI, that makes a lot of sense yeah it does it does make a lot of sense somebody just sent me this uh picture and it is kind of insane that it says Please report potential, if you have security information for U.S. Capitol violence, report tips at fbi.gov forward slash USDEPTOO or something, or call 1-800-CALL-FBI. We have the highest number of FBI agents per capita in the entire United States right here in Albuquerque. Doesn't this feel more like a, a training exercise, uh, Jay Block? Um, you know, Christy and I were talking about this. When I was at the Pentagon, I was there. Uh, 2009 and 2011, I worked in a couple of air staff uh, directors. One was uh, A-10, which is um, uh, the nuclear uh, integration uh, director, and then uh, A-4 was basically logistics. Uh, so my background in the Air Force for uh, a number of years was as a nuclear uh, weapons officer. I was a ICBM launch officer, and I was a commander over in Europe doing um, uh, nuclear-capable uh, mission over there, I'll say, and uh, as a policy policy officer. But um, this kind of reminds me of an exercise we did at the Pentagon uh, back in the day where uh, we went to Site R in Pennsylvania. And uh, we did that to do what we call the COOP, the continuity of operations or continuity of government. And, you know, what, what you see here going on with, uh, you know, barricading the Capitol and bringing our congressmen and congresswomen down to a secure location in a bunker of the Capitol. Uh, it, it just brought back memories of me back at my time on the Pentagon and actually going to Site R 
for an exercise for about two or three days back then to, um, um, uh, well, I don't want to get too much into it, but it was just an interesting experience, and I can kind of see a little bit of that now. Should she not be having to declare, you just heard the previous caller uh, who came on before you, Kathy, uh, shouldn't they be having to quantify and actually declare the imminent threat to, to the public, especially if we're reporting tips, and especially if you call the governor's office? Uh, it's, so, wouldn't that make the most sense? I, I would like to know what the intel is right. uh, when you declare a national emergency for the state. And I'm sure um, uh, General uh, Major General Nava, the Adjutant General, um, is obviously well aware of what's going on. And, and I know they have um, our National Guard here on alert. Um, we called it a six-ring alert when I was on active duty. Um, and I know from what I, I haven't confirmed it yet, but I think the governor has also deployed troops uh, to Washington, D.C. Yeah, uh, to, help, to help augment um, the capital. Uh, which really bothers me because she pulled troops away from our own security on the southern border, uh, but yet she's more than happy. I've been happy. waiting for that. I've been uh, waiting for exactly exactly right. Uh, and, and it just makes it's completely asinine of the governor's behavior because it makes no sense. She's just catering to the far left. But if we're going to leave our southern border exposed and yet send troops to Washington, D.C., and then declare martial law here when the other states around us, including two border states, have not done that. Um, you know, I think she's doing it for either some type of um, political play or money or, or something else, and it just makes no sense to me. Uh, she gets off, I believe, on uh, ensuring that everybody understands how powerful she is and how powerful the governor uh, position is. Would you agree or disagree with that statement? I, I, would, I would probably agree with that. Um, if I was governor, I, um, I would definitely look at the intel first, and if there is a serious threat to the public, I would make that known of what that threat is, and obviously you want to coordinate with federal law law, official, uh, law enforcement agencies, and you want to coordinate with um, our our New Mexico National Guard, as well as we have uh, air we have federal um, bases here. We have you know two air force three air force bases here, plus uh, really um, we also have uh, the Army down at Fort Bliss, which has a big training uh, area in, in the southern uh, south uh, eastern New Mexico. So you've got to do a lot of coordination, and this governor has been, in my opinion, just horrible, horrible yeah. at uh, coordinating with uh, federal and local agencies. For instance, back in March, when she decided to shut the economy down, she did that without any coordination with any municipality or county, and she did it on a weekday afternoon, so the next day you're shut down, which just uh, is not the right way to conduct. It's not good government. Right. It doesn't help business. It right. stresses people out. Mm -hmm. And what she's done to this state uh, is just unconscionable. And um, well, really, it's unforgivable. It is unforgivable. She yep. needs to be a one-term governor. And I and I seriously hope when if if and when I do announce, um, I will be working hard to get the nomination and to uh, take Michelle Lujan uh, Grisham out of the governor's mansion, and she can go back to doing whatever she's going to do. Reports say that uh, there's going to be 23,000 National Guardsmen in uh, in uh, D.C. for the inauguration. That's going to be more than the people who are going to be attending the inaugura the virtual inauguration. I hope those National Guardsmen uh, separate themselves by six feet. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, they weren't, Jay, they weren't today. You saw them no, in, the, I in the Capitol I building. Together. They lumped together. <laughs> One of them reading Atlas Shrugged, which I thought was good. Um, can she, coming with your military background, you're the perfect guy to answer this question. Is there a way for her to thread the needle? I can hear all her defenders saying, well, we can't talk about this terrible threat to, to the state because we can't give away 
you know, our actionable intelligence. Is there a way for her to talk in general terms? Of course and, there is. Yeah, this, yeah. this is just completely ridiculous because I, I haven't seen, and again, I haven't really looked hard enough, but doubt, I mean, you're, you're, the, you're the guy to, to find this out. She should be putting out, she puts out a COVID-19 email every single day. Yep. Why not put out what we would call a threat assessment or uh, a force protection, Alpha, Bravo, Charlie Delta is what we, we have in, in the military. It's not that hard to put that out and to communicate with the public why she's declaring a uh, a state of emergency here here in New Mexico. Makes no sense at all. And again, this is just another political play by the governor. She's doing it for political purposes when uh, the governors around us are like probably looking at her like, what are you doing in New Mexico again? Maybe they should you know? change the state of New Mexico a brand new name. You know, I'm all about uh, renaming the state to the state of emergency. <laughs> Been like that for uh, Land of Scenic year. Poverty was, was no, a good one for you. Though. Like that one. We'll <laughs> yeah. go back, back up to the top of the hour of Fox News right here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA ABQ.FM on the app where you can watch us on TV as well and you can see uh, Jay and you can see his girlfriend and you can also uh, visit rockoftalk.tv directly as well from any computer. We appreciate uh, everybody joining us uh, here. Back up to the top of the hour, Fox News. Dad, I think we're in deep doo-doo. Is that why everyone keeps buying all the toilet paper? Actually, New Mexico culture is rich. Plus, Monroe's has red chili, green chili, and the best customers in the world to go with it. Boy, Dad, you must really love our customers. I sure do, just like I love you, Stella. Hey, what about me? Of course you too, Ava. You've come to know Dr. Gardner. He is a major supporter of veterans in need of dental care. Veterans wonder if they can choose their dentist. Dr. Gardner says yes to veterans. Under the Choice Program, a veteran can choose any licensed dental provider in their community that accepts the VA's reimbursement. Dr. Gardner is the trusted veterans dentist in Albuquerque. Call Dr. Gardner at 828-2669. Vets need a dentist that can meet their needs. Call Dr. Gardner at 828-2669. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. More troops to the Capitol. I'm Lisa Lacerra, Fox News. More than 25,000 members of the National Guard now headed to Washington in advance of the presidential inauguration after last week's deadly riot. What has national security officials and the Secret Service and others very concerned here in the Capitol is that there have been open calls to bring weapons to Washington, D.C. and to state capitals for an armed protest this Sunday at noon. The flyers say refuse to be silenced. This time the feds are waiting for them. Protesters who bring weapons to Washington, I'm told, will be arrested. Fox's Jennifer Griffin on Capitol Hill. Virginia Governor Ralph Northam says the Potomac River bridges to Washington will be closed starting at 6 a.m. January 19th through 6 a.m. January 21st. And Facebook has blocked the creation of any new Facebook events near the White House or the Capitol, as well as state Capitol buildings, through Inauguration Day.
President-elect Biden says he feels safe ahead of the inauguration despite the threats of violence. He made the comments during a briefing on how he plans on changing the federal coronavirus response. He says first stop is to work with states to set up vaccination centers. On my first day in office, I'll instruct the Federal Emergency Management Agency, FEMA, to begin setting up the first of these centers. By the end of our first month in office, we'll have 100 federally supported centers across the nation that will ultimately vaccinate millions of people. And he says he will use the Defense Production Act to step up vaccination production. His goal is to get 100 million people vaccinated in his first 100 days in office. President Trump is expected to leave Washington Wednesday morning before the inauguration, departing from Joint Base Andrews in Maryland before his final flight on Air Force One to Florida. He'll become the only fourth president in history to not take part in his successor's inauguration. America's listening to Fox News. New year, new budgets. Every small business has unique needs. And when you partner with a Dell Technologies advisor, you get real-time tailored advice. They'll even give you a free consultation on your servers and storage devices to develop a custom solution to help improve your company's productivity. Plus, get special financing with Dell Business Credit and big savings on business computers with Intel Core processors. Call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL. Progressive Motorcycle presents Road Wisdom from the Motor. If you missed a turn, there's always another turn. Take it to get back to the turn you missed. Use your turn signal. Progressive Motorcycle also presents Roadside Assistance. Progressive Motorcycle for those who were born to ride. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National Rifle Association says it will file for bankruptcy and move its headquarters from New York to Texas. One of the men arrested during the Capitol riot is asking for a presidential pardon. Jacob Chansley is probably best known for what he was wearing during the Capitol siege. Face paint and a furry headdress with horns. The so-called QAnon shaman is charged with violent entry on Capitol grounds, among other things. The Kansas City Star reports that his lawyer says Chansley was acting on the invitation of President Trump when he and thousands of others breached the Capitol during the certification of Electoral College votes. Chansley's attorney is calling on the president to pardon his client, who is being held in a federal facility in Phoenix, saying he was, quote, unarmed, not destructive, and his outfit was, quote, consistent with his long-held shaman beliefs. Tanya J. Powers. Fox News. Troops in Iraq and Afghanistan down to historic levels. Acting Defense Secretary Christopher Miller said in a statement the U.S. military has reduced the number of troops in Iraq and Afghanistan to 2,500 in each country. Friday marked the deadline announced by Miller in November on the orders of President Trump. Last year, four U.S. troops were killed in combat in Afghanistan and an equal number in Iraq. There are now 7,000 National Guard troops guarding the nation's capital, more forces than currently deployed to Iraq and Afghanistan combined. Fox's Lucas Tomlinson at the Pentagon. Retail sales fell for a third straight month as a surge in virus cases continues to keep people out of stores. The Commerce Department said retail sales fell a seasonally adjusted 0.7% in December from the month before. They also fell in October and November, even though many retailers tried to get people shopping early for their Christmas gifts by offering deals before Halloween. Wall Street at the close. New economic reports sent stocks sliding. The Dow down 177. The Nasdaq off 114. The S&P minus 27. I'm Lisa Lacerra, and this is Fox News. 
All right, it is time we start the second hour, and i got to tell you, we're going to put things together with a nice weekend up ahead, slight chance of rain. Right now in uh, Santa Fe, 45 degrees, Old Town uh, checks in with 56, and it's 55 here at the Rock of Talk. All right, Coors Boulevard southbound, really a struggle from La Uria to Montano. That's kind of the typical for the day, no accidents or stalls there. If you're on San Mateo northbound construction uh, between Aztec and Ponderosa, which is basically Comanche, I'm sorry, uh, Candelaria to Comanche. You got the left lane blocked there, so that's why the slow traffic in that particular zone. All right, traffic this time is brought to you by Salon Deluxe in uh, Rio Rancho. Country Club Plaza is where they're at on Southern Boulevard. Always treating you special. I got to tell you, they are the home for Monate, Modern Nature Hair and Skin Products, and they've got Kangen Water. So if you want Kangen Water, and I don't see why you would, Kangen Water is the healthy water. Beginning of the year, let's change your water, change your life. Get it at Salon Deluxe on the west side. If you want more information, go to salondeluxe.com. All right, we're up to date now. Let's start the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro-aggression, Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk. I am Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk on AM1600 KIVA, ABQ.FM, that app. It also has the TV app at rockoftalk.com. 550-5500, you doubt Muscower, too. How are you, sir? Uh, I'm well. Uh, did I mention yesterday uh, to the listeners that uh, Blue Origin has once again gone into space? You did, while, while oh. but it bears repeating. Yeah. Can, I, can I mention it tomorrow on the air, too? <laughs> oh, yeah, you <laughs> no. can mention it every single day. <laughs> yeah. Fail, yep. Failure to launch. Wasn't that a movie? I believe it was. Uh, believe Matthew it was McConaughey. A, all right, all right, all yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys um, know, I never watched it. And the it. distinction, ladies and gentlemen, of course, Blue Origin over the border in Texas, right to work, no income tax at a private launch facility. New Mexico, uh, no right to work, income tax, and a subsidized facility that has cost us $226 million so far and returned income of $15 million. So, You would have uh, thought. I mean, New Mexico, we store the, we're the home for the waste isolation pilot yep. project. We store yep. nuclear arms. Your waste here. here. Yep. Uh, hey, I believe that uh, we had a Big Man and Little Boy. Uh, yeah, fat, and, uh, fat, man. Uh, fat Man and Little Boy. <laughs> Fat man, I, I call him what you know. Anyway, well, uh, Jay will be enormously impressed when I <clears throat> say that the, um, <clears throat> the uranium gun bomb, of course, they did not test because they knew it was going to work. They actually were testing the plutonium implosion device at the Trinity site because I know my Cold War history. Wow, how about right. that? Uh, speaking of, we got a, a decorated military veteran who was uh, not part of the Navy; he was the Air Force, and uh, this is called a chal. Let me let me sound it out so I know what I'm talking about, right? Right? Challenge coin. This is his challenge coin, so you guys can see that right there. And this challenge coin is the global global vigilance reach and power Air Force client service team uh, solving the Air Force's that toughest challenges. That, yeah, uh, that that wasn't mine, Eddie. Oh, that's not yours. No. Oh. Thought that was your. I, you know, you yeah, said it was very special when I gave it to you, and yet you don't remember. You don't well, remember. You know, <laughs> wouldn't be the first time. There's the, how about the other challenge coin right uh, there? I That's, can't see it. It's it's got the uh, the varsity. Yeah, the varsity, the seven hundred three munitions support squadron in yeah, uh, the Netherlands. Is, That's this mine. This is the seven hundred three Munsvokel IB airbase, vocal airbase. Yep. Okay. Right. Absolutely. Great squadron up there. All right. Command. They're the little varsity uh, jackets. Yeah. And uh, and then you'll see on there the three words because uh, you may not know this, but we use, nucle- you, we use nuclear weapons every day in this country to deter, assure, and dissuade. There and, it is. Um, deter, uh, assure, and dissuade. dissuade. I want yep. to say dissuade. Are you going to dissuade yeah. us from firing our nuclear? Give us, <laughs> give us the nuclear codes. 
right? Isn't uh, didn't uh, Hans Gruber say something like that? <laughs> I don't know what it was. Anyhow, um, not to digress uh, from any part of this because everything that we just introduced the second hour has to do with exactly what we want to talk about next, which has to do with the. Uh, un- I, I used to love watching Dave Shippa, the United States of Space, Mars, and then you know what he said after that, of course, and it was really funny. But uh, we thought we were going to be getting something here in. Uh, Sweet Home Alabama, Huntsville, Sweet Home Alabama got it this week. And, uh, boy, they really played it up, uh, Dowd and uh, oh, Jay. Like, we were going to get it. We were in the race. We made the short list. Boy, <laughs> what else could we possibly do? This uh, economic development dynamo is coming here. And, uh, Jay, I'd like for you to kind of uh, jump on that and and uh, uh, please, by all means, because yeah. I know Dowd is, he's ready, he's, he's ready to go. No, 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 I just wanted to mention the both the editorial pages of the Santa Fe New Mexican and the Albuquerque Journal said, we were really in the running for, for the headquarters of the U.S. Space Command because of Spaceport America. That's going to seal yeah. the deal for us. Well, that, horseshoes, uh, horseshoes and hand grenades, yeah. as usual, for Spaceport uh, had nothing to do with the um, United States Space Force locating Space Command here. In fact, Space Command, it's a staff organization of the United States Space Force. I was a uh, an officer, an action officer, a staff officer, I should say, at Headquarters Air Force Space Command in Colorado Springs at Peterson Air Force Base from 2004 to 2006. And um, I, I will tell you that I, I've talked to somebody um, in the Pentagon who was familiar with this, and one of the things that uh, really hurt Albuquerque, because I, I really didn't think we had a shot anyway, um, I, I thought it was going to be Colorado Springs because the infrastructure is there. Uh, Building One uh, Headquarters Air Force Space Command is there, which is now switched over to the Space Force. And then you have Shriver, uh, Shriver Air Force Base with the 50th Space Wing and the 21st Space Wing. And then you, we have um, Cheyenne Mountain there as well. So, I mean, we really have built up our space um, uh, space. Uh, portfolio uh, there and then i know the other one uh, one was like patrick air force base i was stationed there when i was doing space lift there's really no room uh in the cocoa beach uh, satellite beach uh, cape canaveral air station area to, to locate uh, an entire staff organization as large as space command and uh and then huntsville and then albuquerque and there might have been one more doubt I, I can't remember san antonio was san antonio yeah, that, i thought that was a real long shot yeah well there's uh cyber is real big right. over in uh, san antonio but you know um so you know, Ben Ray Lujan, God bless his soul. I love it when he tries to, you know, be credible. When he talked about... Sarcasm does not translate <laughs> no, well on radio, please. Uh, doesn't? All right. Sorry. Yeah. But Ben Ray, when he talked about, um, you know, well, we have all this, you know, airspace out here. And I'm like, uh, hey, Senator, uh, this has nothing to do with airplanes. And I mentioned this at the county commission because you just lose all credibility uh, to the people who are looking at you when you have no idea what you're talking about. And um, this is... Space Force is like satellites and this is not even that this is just uh staff officers contractors industry coming here which would have been a great great place Mm -hmm. but uh, they didn't come here because number one the education system here is just god awful even you know with uh michelle lujan grisham's moonshot we are still you know we're missing thousands of students and you know enrollment's dropping but you know she doesn't care about that with a new grading curve i doubt we could uh we could uh, do a through g instead of a through f f g and uh okay you know you could be god awful uh yeah. a new <laughs> i like that g that's good yeah. <laughs> well i mean i think jay makes an important point and this sure. is something that nobody very few people talked about because i followed this for months i wrote a investigation on this how nobody would supply their 
their their pitches to us. I think taxpayers need had a right all over the country. You filed um, an IPRA as I well. I filed an IPRA with the city. They rejected it and said it was you know trade secrets and all that. I mean, I talked to everybody, and I actually am in the possession, I believe, of a uh, document I should not be in possession of because the organization New York sent me their pitch. Before Way they, to attract be, the FBI be, to before they knew station, it was. Yeah. Com- well, I'm a journalist. I, you know, you can't. Oh yeah, 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 that's right. Um, what was it? Controlled un- something, but there's some some acronym. So they they sent it to me and they shouldn't have. So I got my hands on one pitch. Um, but the the Air Force, uh, well, the, the Pentagon, they it was run out of HQ back in the Pentagon. They really, wanted it was run out out of the uh, Secretary of the Air Force's office for installations is where it was run out. Yep, and I talked to them and they weren't terribly helpful. But um, I, they they also wanted a quality of life indicator, and this ties into what Jay was talking about the school system. Um, I think the AARP system they were using. They wanted a metro area with at least a score of 50 or higher, and Albuquerque doesn't even come close to that with terrible schools and crime, crime. and all that kind of yep. stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was going to get to that. And plus, uh, the economic indicators, because you know you're getting a lot of uh, spouses or dependents that would be looking for jobs here, and it just wasn't here. So the the jobs aren't there, the crime is there, and the schools are not there. So we really did not. Uh, have, other than that, we're fine. <laughs> uh, other, you know, and and there is, I mean, they they can easily. Um, you know, I, I talked to a, a high-ranking official on base yesterday about this. Um, you know, he said, well, we're kind of cr- cramped in on, on uh, Kerlin Air Force Base because a lot of the area, you think it's barren, but it's all being used. But there are areas that you could, um, they could make room for this, um, this staff agency or what we'd call in the Air Force a, a major command. So we really, I don't, you know, for the, uh, for the papers to kind of get our hopes up high and hang our hopes on spaceport is completely ridiculous. It had nothing to do with that. They could have come to you. They could have come to me. They didn't. They, they, uh, they just hype, hype, hype. I mean, the formula here is to get people pregnant with hope. And that's what politicians generally have, uh, have mostly done. And uh, Jay, I think you've seen that since day one. It's always been pie in the sky. It's always been what's coming, what's next. And uh, I think we have been promised. Uh, here in Bernalillo County and statewide, but that is not the case with what you guys do out in Sandoval County, Jay. No. I mean, when you guys say something, you stand behind it and you plan for it. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, the, the voters will hold us accountable and, and for it. So we're very uh, transparent out there. Um, we're very just upfront. And Eddie, you, Eddie and Dowd have followed my Facebook page and my political career for the past four years here in New Mexico. Um, you, you know where I stand. And, and he is Jay Block, County Commissioner, Sandoval County, and uh, um, hopefully, maybe, a potential uh, run at the governor for the state of New Mexico. When does all that start happening? When are we going to start seeing these things? We, we continually, I don't know how many times, Steve, how, how, shouldn't you be termed out, like term limits? I'm only about term limits, as you know, Dad, but shouldn't you be termed out in the number of times that you can make <laughs> unsuccessful runs at, at uh, either a federal office or... <laughs> <laughs> there are some laws in, in in southern states where if you lo- if you lost uh, the primary for your party, you can't run in the general. Oh, that's it's a sore loser, sore loser law. law. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's that's all I've seen in that area. Yeah, yeah. that's that's different. But I mean, honestly, I think we just we're getting tired of losing. So we'd like to see a winner. You do have a little bit of the uh, Patriots uh, heraldry behind you, uh, young uh, Jay Block. So uh, and in North Dakota State. Oh yes, uh, tell yep. us about North Dakota State. <laughs> A lot of my best friends, you being one of them, I suppose, now with all of this, uh, being yeah. from North Dakota State. Uh, and I, I did I did buy Jay Block. Uh, what did I get you? So I got you, you a you, medal. You I got, got you a key ring. Key you hanger. got me a bison head medal. Okay. Uh, you got me also a business card holder that oh, has NDSU. And they're, they're in my office and on my wall in, in the office. So 
Yeah. Yeah, they're they're in a place of honor just for you. Oh, uh, well, I, it's a place of honor for North Dakota State because we are a very, very honorable uh, team. Tell us about, listen to this winning streak, and Dowd cares zero. Well, <laughs> not only does he not care about people and he doesn't yeah. care about politics, but he doesn't care about sports either. Well, sports involves people, so you can't. <laughs> That's yeah. doubly cursed. Yeah. Uh, North Dakota State has rifled off how many national championships? Uh, eight in the past nine years at the 1AA level. Wow. And um, I, I got to tell you, Donald Trump could not be more wrong. You never get tired of winning. <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, since you greeted uh, the president when he came into town. I did. I caught a lot uh, of hell for that, too, Eddie. What What do you mean? Uh, they During the campaign, you know, they um, said just some god-awful things about me and a bunch of pictures of me and the president, which I was honored to meet the president. Um, and anytime you're asked, no matter who it is, you, you meet the president. So, you know, they... They just when they when the left has nothing, they just throw stuff against the wall just for the hell of it, and mm-hmm. you know they don't really care about truth or fact. Well, that is uh, certainly happening. But right you now. were reelected. Let's point that out. Yeah, didn't uh, work. Yeah, what was your margin of victory there? I know they 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 went hard at you. Yeah, they did. I was outspent about six to one. I don't know, well. doubt if you've ever heard of New Mexico for public lands. It's, <laughs> uh, they came after me hard with a television commercial and mailers, and then. Um, Hmm. No, no, it's it's only the right that has big money in politics. The, yeah. the left never puts any money. No, no. no, no. Well, yeah. the left uh, cranks all the money out of the permanent fund, and they do it in a very interesting way, and that's how they uh, fund all their well, campaigns. Yeah, they came after me for right to work because, you know, I sponsored and passed right to work for the first time uh, in history in New Mexico. We got it passed in 10 counties with bipartisan support. And then, nice. um Damon Eli uh, killed us on that with a piece of legislation he wrote, and the governor uh, signed it uh, without hesitation. But those are the type of things I want to talk about in a in a potential future campaign is, um, you know, getting rid of uh, GRT, um, getting rid of state income tax, putting money back in people's pockets to let them drive the economy instead of growing state government, which is what we've been doing. Stop taxing our Social Security and our seniors. Stop taxing our veteran pensions. Why not? Uh, why not have school choice school vouchers where the public school system has to compete with private schools? I think that's what we got to do because what we've been doing in this state for 90 years, Eddie, uh, is not working. And the governor is just doubling down every every chance she gets on these failed policies. And, you know, we're seeing our kids go off to Texas to go to school or they're they're dropping off the grid and we can't find them. Mm-hmm. You know, we have the highest child poverty in the nation. Right, right. We have high unemployment, high crime. I mean, this is a, such a beautiful state. And it's got so much potential. And what an economic powerhouse of a corridor we have. From Los Alamos down to Kirtland with Sandia National Lab, University of New Mexico, one of the best engineering schools in the country, New Mexico Tech, New Mexico State, White Sands National, um, uh, White Sands Missile Range. Uh, you know, we got another Air Force base down there. There's so much potential here, and yet this governor just does not seem to want to take advantage of it. And you have to provide incentives uh, for people to come here instead of just growing state government. And that's this is it's killing us. Well, she's exactly what we would expect. She never realized her potential. I mean, all you have to do is uh, just look at her and uh, see what she's done in her career. Accomplished nothing in Congress. Accomplished zero in the Bernalillo County Commission. Uh, accomplished nothing and resigned her Department of Health uh, uh, things. They got a brand new, fell into the cabinet by, by virtue of the fact that she was the Department of Aging Secretary. And now as governor has... Are, are you uh, telling me she's that, those are all government jobs, Eddie? She hasn't been in the private sector? Is that what you're as telling me? As far as I can tell, and there's no history of her, I think, Dow, uh, we, tried to, Dow we tried to scour this, I think, uh, prior... Well, the it, consultancy, the Delta Consulting, worked for the government. So yeah, I guess but, 
That's, that yeah, that was, doesn't really count. No, that doesn't count. <laughs> she made a lot of money off that. I believe sure she did. graduated law school '87. Um, we have a mutual friend, Dowd and I do, who graduated uh, the school with her. Yeah. I think she was '86, '87. Um, everything we've heard about her uh, makes her seem ten times worse than she's actually acted, based upon what we're seeing. I mean, never being a person who basically, you know, paved her own way. She's always you know, using other people to do it, and. You know, these people at an early age is sort of like uh, Tracy, Tracy Flick in the movie Election. You have to stop them. Yeah. <laughs> Matthew Broderick, don't throw that ballot out. <laughs> Bad move. Right. Yeah. All right. Pick uh, Flick. <laughs> he got his revenge by throwing that soda on the limo, though. I love, you know, the monologue at the end. How many more people is she going to ruin so she can get her way? It's like, yep, uh, that's exactly right. Jay, thanks. It's been a pleasure uh, having you. you here in studio. Good to see you once again. Happy New Year. Happy Chrissy, New Year. Happy New Year to do. Pleasure meeting you. And I, I got to say, it's a real pleasure to have you come here into the state of New Mexico. And uh, what do you think about our great state? I didn't hear. What do you think about our great state of New Mexico? Oh, I love New Mexico. I love the people. Isn't it beautiful? It's in the land. Yeah. I love you guys. Uh, I love being here. Oh, yeah. wow. So See, nice. We need more of that. I mean, yeah. we want more people to come uh, yeah. to New Mexico. So. We're all about. We to, need more New Englanders in New Mexico. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> Happy New Year! Happy and New thank Year! Thank you. All right, five twenty-two here in the Kiva. Back and four, AM sixteen hundred KIVA on the app at abq.fm on the TV at rockoftalk.tv. Boy, it just uh, feels so incredibly good to say all that, knowing how many places you guys can connect with us. Uh, hopefully, you guys see my beautiful uh, New Mexico flag behind me, all the American flags behind me. And, uh, well, and there's the uh, Don't Tread on Me uh, uh, flag there as well. Uh, don't forget that you guys can join up directly at our website, rockoftalk.com, a myriad of ways of, of people to connect with us. For a Friday afternoon, over 235 people tuning in on the app and on the web. And then we've got another 32 on various social media platforms for those who haven't walked away. And who knows how many people at rockoftalk.tv. Become one of them. Join in now. Hi, I'm Casey Gazzardi. And I'm Joe Gazzardi. At Joe's Pasta House, we have authentic world favorites, classic Italian dishes, and unique New World offerings, including natural hand-cut steaks, wild-caught fish, and local veal. Our focus is on quality ingredients, great atmosphere, and personal service. Come to Joe's Pasta House for a true Italian dining experience. Located at 3201 Southern Boulevard in Rio Rancho, just a quarter mile east of Country Club Drive. Ready for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with a purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403 to begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Linings. International Protective Service, or IPS, is the very best security investigations firm in New Mexico and the southwestern United States. We utilize the very best law enforcement, the United States military, and true security professionals from all over the world. When you, your family, or your business need the very best, think of International Protective Service. Call International Protective Service today at 505-897-2420 or visit us on the web at internationalprotectiveservice.com. 
Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We employ the best and brightest agents to ensure that our customers are well taken care of. Call us today at 883-3683. 883-3683. Hey, Budike, Buck Buckner owner of car spa here i've had a job since maybe 11 years old broke was not in my vocabulary through work opportunities i learned things like responsibility discipline go get setting goals savings teamwork integrity competitiveness commitment and self-worth recent car spa expansions requires that we hire more people across the ranks of associates supervisors and managers we need to build more teams to meet the demands of our business. We have hourly and salary positions with benefits, with experience and performance. We are looking for the right people and energy for both full service and part-time to be a part of our team. We have an immediate and greatest need at our newest West Side Coors location, but are hiring at all sites. Drop by early morning, Sunday through Wednesday, fill out an app, and interview a manager, and join the team. Pet Lab Pets make life better. Pet Lab loves to match the right pets with the right families, making your kids happy. Petland on Paseo del Norte at Ventura. Online pets.theplaceilike.com. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. The cooler temperatures are finally here. That's good news for you because the best prices of the year are now. I'm Eddie Aragon and have just the guy for you. He's Mario from Axiom Home Services with over 40 years of experience. He'll come out to your home and show you the best refrigerated air conditioning options for your home and family. Don't miss the lowest prices of the season. Call now, 792-9742. That's 792-9742 or axiomhvac.com. Remember to ask for train unstoppable in any season. Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. All right, as we put things together, starting with the weather, looks like really a nice weekend. I'm close to 60 degrees tomorrow and Sunday. We have a slight chance of rain on Sunday, better chance on Tuesday. And right now, it is 54 degrees in uh, Rio Rancho, 56 in Knob Hill, and 55 here at the Rock of Talk. All right, it's slowing down pretty slow on I-40 westbound, right around 12th Street. You're going to start pumping the brakes. That's the story to get beyond Coors Road. 
If you know, I'm just going to go north on Coors Road, head to the west side that way. Mm, tough stuff right there from the I-40 all the way out to Sequoia. You're under 10 miles an hour. Other than that, not looking too bad. Paseo del Norte, that westbound trip's okay. Still a tough drive on Alameda, though, from about 4th Street. And this traffic report brought to you by Taco Tote on Central, right across from the historic Highland Theater. No doubt you can enjoy takeout. They got this great special, a one and a half pounds of meat, 12 fresh tortillas, and you can make them flour or uh, corn, rice, beans, cheese, chips, and salsa. And you can get this special by simply going to family.enjoytakeout.com. All right, with that, we're up to date now. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. 529 here in the Kiva on a Friday afternoon, last hour and uh, 15 minutes of the week. On AM 1600 KIVA, ABQ.FM on the app, and rockoftalk.tv on your TV, especially if you've got uh, the uh, the new Roku device coming out Monday at noon, Mountain Standard Time, so that's cool. Uh, fire between uh, noon tomorrow and uh, 5 p.m. Uh, Sunday night, and uh, there you go. Uh, there's a little bit of a riffraff going on with... Uh, uh, Demirius Jackson, uh, one of our avid listeners here, Demirius Jackson, uh, has says, let's start a civil war. This time the South will win. That sounds like a Kiva listener. What do you think? Uh, <laughs> I don't know about you. <laughs> Demirius Jackson, let's start a civil war. I have speculated about uh, moving to what I call Gulflandia, uh, sort of Texas, Louisiana, Alabama, Mississippi curling around into Florida. They all seem to be kind of Good public policy states. A little too humid for my taste, though. I, I like I like the desert. <laughs> uh, let's see. We got Michael uh, replying to Demarius Jackson. The South will rise again compared <laughs> to the entire U.S. military after the Civil War. Was a treaty starting? No secession is allowed. And uh, also, uh, they close. Oh, well, we're talking about uh, people are making their social media uh, plans uh, to go out and uh, do things. Um, by way of our, so yeah, I guess you can get, actually really get connected. That's uh, pretty cool. A lot there. of people who are uh, chiming in as well via text, and then we are live on phones. Five fifty, fifty-five hundred color. Whoa, sorry, didn't mean to hang up on you. I, I knew I was going to do that. When I don't look at it, I always hang up on people. Okay, Eddie, I'm so excited. I found you on my computer live. What a handsome group of men you are. Wow. Holy moly. What do you I blush, sir. Or oh, madam. <laughs> so Let me I'll blow up uh, down for that. Uh, this is so terrific. Thank you. Today I drove on uh, Rio Grande Boulevard and the police cars were everywhere. I have a Roku, so I'll look for that on Monday. Have you a wonderful weekend? That is Judy and Rio Rancho. Yeah, you're feeling a little bit more connected. I think people need that right now. So I think that's uh, David also. I mean, show killer, uh, we normally popping his head to close out the show. Uh, has been uh, really uh, bringing on the comments. Declaration of emergency, which brings a monetary reward absent evidence, is criminal fraud. Good one. Mm. Uh, his father apparently escaped Nazi Germany as a small child. Love to hear about that sometime. Uh, these are non-platforms. They are the modern equivalent of the telephone, which is a utility. Uh, so he's referring to social media right. as, a, as essential. Social media is not essential. There's no way that you you want to say essential and non-essential businesses. Uh, I believe that Donald Trump just got readmitted into Facebook uh, probably a couple hours ago. Tell me if I'm wrong. He was wrong. let out of Facebook jail? The the, 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 pres, the most powerful man on earth is now no well, longer in Facebook look jail. At Fox, look at Facebook's, um, if you don't mind, look at Facebook's market cap over the last week since all this has happened. You know, when you're taking it in the shorts, <laughs> as uh, Facebook has been, that's one of my favorite expressions. <laughs> like, what does that mean, taking it in the shorts? I don't know, but it just sounds good. 
So Microsoft is uh, down. If you look at it the, the last week, let's uh, take a look at, at young Microsoft and uh, the Bill Gates uh, Demon Foundation. Um, overva- way overvalued, by the way. Way overvalued. That's what uh, Yahoo Finance has them at. Um, they were, if you look at their chart, their six-month chart, it's uh, they're at 212 now. They've been as high as 231. And back on July 16th of uh, 20, uh, they were at uh, 202. So they've stayed within there, but still way overvalued. Hmm. Uh, so Just looking at Twitter, uh, since December, uh, mid-December, they're down from 55 to 45. So you know that's a significant drop percentage-wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, why do we need social media so badly? Have you ever understood that? I think that's a weird thing. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good question. Uh, it doesn't have to be existential. It's like, what's wrong with picking up the phone or going over to people's house or knocking on somebody's door? Oh, we can't do that. The mask. <laughs> Notice we haven't even talked about the coronavirus. It's like the election's over. Everything's going to be okay again. The mayor of Chicago, the mayor of New York, uh, the governor of New York, everyone's clamoring to open back up now that Joe Biden's president. So where is Biden? Biden? We can't find him. 550-5500. Caller, you are in the Kiva. Go ahead. Hey, Eddie, it's uh, James McGill here. How are you? I didn't hear your last name, sir. McGill. Hey, James how are you? McGill. How are you? Good, how are you? Good, thanks hey, for calling. So had, Go ahead. Sure, you so You had uh, Kathy on earlier. Okay. And she's got a, a commercial property with a liquor license, right? Uh, so she tells me. I don't know. Okay. All right, so uh, I'm calling for two reasons. One, the contest way back, I, I think I was one of the final two in the run-in, so here's the deal. Okay. If I won the contest, we're going to take the 500 bucks to Kathy's property, and I'm buying, and we're going to have a heck of a party. Huh. Okay. There we go. Let me go Not ahead bad. and uh, and do that. What was the official total? What was what did he finally have? What did uh, Donald oh, Trump have? 217? No, no, no. no. Uh, the idea was Trump, and I think you said 234, 235. Is that correct? Oh, no. No, I said, uh, what did he say? Uh, 238. 238. I don't even know how you got yeah. to 238, but uh, I guess you got to I, 238. Well, I was driving and I couldn't do math real well. And so I, I knew with the, the media basically doing all the campaigning for the for Biden that he, uh, uh, Trump really didn't have a chance. He's got too much, too many people working against him. And so I knew 538 was the total. So I just took 300 from Biden and figured that leaves 238. So. Well, there that's you go. That's a, well, whatever your rationale is, I, I don't care. You won, and that's all that matters. So uh, I appreciate you doing that. Okay, you had point number two. And by the way, Kathy, please text me directly so uh, we can go spend $500 at your place. Kathy, uh, sec, uh, excuse me, uh, James, go ahead. Uh, second point. No, no, that was my first point was let's help Kathy out. My second point was who won the contest. So okay. you got to come to the come... studio. you got to... Come into the radio I, studio. Come, uh, come hang out and uh, see all the. I, I would, yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to do that. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, you come hang out. Work. You can, uh, you can see all of our new handy dandy devices, and we will not be watching uh, the inauguration. Bidenboycott.com. That's where we'll be going, and uh, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll be ho- holding fast to all of that. Uh, his his presidency will be an abysmal failure, uh, and they will no doubt blame Donald Trump as much as possible. And uh, once it's actually cemented that it's a failure within the first three to six months, something should will potentially befall him uh, amongst them. Because one thing uh, the Democrats certainly know how to do is is purge people. You know, you what, what do they call it? Arkansas? 
<laughs> so there you go. It'll definitely be something. Well, sleepy Joe B. Arkansas. Yeah. I, I mean, don't put anything past these guys. They're absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we can talk about that when I come to visit you. And, uh, oh, okay. I thought I'll, that you want to make that an official conversation online with <laughs> thousands of people listening. Hey, why not? I'm bit safe too. Had it been there. Yeah, well, I appreciate it, James. Hey, thanks for calling in, and thanks for staying on top of stuff, and thanks for participating as well as the rest of our 50. Uh, I did actually get a, a text uh, fairly early this morning, um, and I'm going to get into it. I haven't had a chance to forward it on to you, Dowd, um, but I read it, 23 pages on how the uh, election in a couple of different counties was stolen based upon the um, electoral returns in the Dominion. And there's two things that have to happen. Obviously, one, a change in your media habits uh, so this doesn't happen again. But really, that's not at fault. Uh, we already knew what the media bias was that was out there. So it's not like you didn't know or where people were coming from. And the second, of course, is we've got to fix these damn voting machines. Voter integrity has to be first priority. Uh, no sense in having these elections uh, if we're going to just uh, keep uh, getting cheated out. And I will say that once again, if we can't, if we keep getting cheated out, uh, that's the way that it is. Now I have to just basically go and prove it. I don't know how. I don't know what. I can say definitely there was cheating. Uh, the th last three elections, the Democrats stated explicitly. And in fact, I believe if you go back and you look at Nancy Pelosi's Twitter posts that yep. they were going to get down to the, the they're going to get to the bottom of the election fraud. Yep. So she can claim election fraud back in 2016, but we can't. Uh, one of the great things, especially when you run for Congress, as I will be, uh, doing is uh, you can actually make suggestions and talk about things and it's up to them to destroy your narrative and I think I'd be very careful about knowing what you know uh, in terms of being able to try to undermine uh, my narrative and what I do know and be able to prevent factually while I'm on my feet I literally have no notes in front of me I'm looking at Rudy in the uh, conference room so you might as well be uh, Amy Coney Barrett there no, no, no. She notes. was great. No notes. <laughs> the empty pad she held up. <laughs> she is one heck of an attractive lady. You know? But a good person, too. You know, adopting. That's what kids. I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh, I she, thought you meant just physically. <laughs> no, no. I don't, I don't mean like. The whole her, package. The whole package. You were attracted to her once you found out that the woman had A, seven kids. B, she was a professor at the top of her class uh, uh, at Notre Dame. She clerked for, I believe, Scalia. And it's like. Oh my gosh, I would love to sit down to dinner with her for like two hours and just scratch her brain. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like she had that type of like, what, what would, what would going to dinner with the, with a person like that be like? She's just incredibly intelligent. And I think there was a lot of, you know, women, uh, out there, but were afraid to say so that were probably doing research on Amy Coney Barrett. Mm -hmm. And they were like, well, we want to know more about her. And they liked the way that she handled herself. And, you know, those were tough questions, and yet she did it all, and she knew it all in the back of her head. There's a lot of people with minds like hers. Uh, just there's not uh, so many that they're probably in the hundreds of thousands. They're probably maybe in the ten th tens of thousands, and uh, more than likely probably <laughs> less than 10,000 And how much do you want to bet that uh, the Biden administration's nominees are not going to face anything like no. trumped-up wild accusations like Kavanaugh and that kind of thing right at the last minute, the day before confirmation? I'll make uh, a guarantee to you, Doug. One guarantee to you. You want to write this down again? Right. Uh, it's just because I know you want to keep me. Dowd loves to, to like keep keep account of things, and I love I this. About I keep him. account of myself too, not just other people. No, no, I'm not complaining. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it that you. I like that you do it. No, I, I actually like that you hold me accountable for this.
Joe Biden will never, never make it as far as being able to nominate not one Supreme Court justice within a nine-person Supreme Court. Wow. When you say never make it, Mr. Ericon, I'm just going to leave that out there. I didn't ask you to guys qualify it for me. You know? You know, Eddie, I was thinking yes, sir. we could do a promo just like you did for how many electoral college votes will Trump get and Biden get. And we could do one for how many days Biden will be president. I don't think that would probably meet with the same level of enthusiasm. And it's so incredibly dicey that I imagine that law enforcement would exactly ask, would, would say, well, you're connected and try to make me responsible in some yeah, way, shape, yeah. or form. Especially at the current and, and in fact, that actually provides a, another layer, a motivational factor. Um, you could, uh, and it was not out of the realm of possibility. If you were to add, uh, offer up a significant amount of money, and in this case, let's just call it, I don't know, $100 or $500. <laughs> there might be somebody who might be willing and stupid enough to go ahead and take it upon himself to harm uh, the presidency and do something uh, violently uh, towards him. Yeah. And we don't want to encourage that. So, uh, you know, yeah, no, I get you that. have to kind of think far ahead. Fortunately, that is one of the things well, I, <laughs> I am able to do and no matter what. I don't know how it happens, but I'm able to reason out consequential thinking, um, doubt, and I've noticed that about me. Like, Going out very far. My extrapolations seem to seem to work most of the time. You are. You, I don't know. You have, uh, you have that ability. I, I, could we slip the noose on that by just saying uh, turning around and just say slip the what noose. day? What oh yeah, <laughs> we keep going to the room. We down and down here on this. What day do you think Kamala Harris will become president? April first. No later than April first. I really that's believe that. Very positive. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Nice phrase. You can say. Well, we're talking about the election of twenty twenty eight. I don't know. I don't know. You know <laughs> oh, Dad, so smart, so good. All right. Uh, five fifty fifty five hundred. Let me rifle all these. James McGill said, "Hey, let me know when Kathy wants the Kiva party. I'm buying. Compliments of your generosity with the contest. I don't know if it's generous. I think we got a lot of people to participate. I mean, and I think it certainly helped. You guys are fun when you're sober. Uh, are we sober? All like, yeah. Uh, I don't think anybody really here in the studio drinks. Can't wait to see you when you're like after a few drinks. <laughs> oh, oh, I've been uh, there, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, Dowd, I mean, uh, Rudy, you need to look up what's going on in Santa Fe. Real bad wreck uh, heading up, up there. I'll look at uh, that now. We, we should quit calling this the Biden administration because, let's face it, it's the third term of Obama. Biden doesn't make any decisions without Obama. I don't think so. Yep, I would agree. Uh, okay, so, yes, they did. Uh 232. What is 232? Room 232. Room 232. Allie is saying saying that she guessed 232. Oh, uh, electoral college votes. You have the numbers. Can you pull that up? Uh, One of the things you don't want to do is say that you had something if you didn't because Dowd wrote it down. Just letting you know. Uh, Anyone Um, heard of MeWe? Miwi sounds like wee wee, and I don't like either. So <laughs> I, 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 I'm on it as of two nights ago. It's, it's a I good platform. Get, you know, the thing of the matter. Let me make a statement while uh, Dow's looking up the uh, numbers, and then we're going to get into the write up uh, right after a quick break. And uh, Rudy's checking on Santa Fe and what's happening up there. You know, this is a, a weekend that a lot of people are going to be traveling up north uh, for whatever reason. You know, it's the last weekend of freedom, right? The state of emergency. But I know of a lot of people who are heading up north doing all sorts of things. Um, and it's interesting that how it's interesting how busy it is out on the roads in early morning, the afternoons, and the evenings. If this is a state of emergency, 
why does every why doesn't anybody feel as panicked? And I think it's a good measure of just just how much impact the governor now has. I think moving forward, so that should be all taken uh, into account. All right, Dowd, what do you have on the number? Well, any two thirty-two? No, I mean, there's our friend Ali Enega had called in. Of course, she's a big Trump supporter, predicted a big victory. So I don't. That must be a different Ali. I can't find any other allies. Allies, the only two I find that predicted a Trump loss were Richard G. Trump only gets two fifty-eight, and then Jimmy McGill. Trump only gets two thirty-three. I mean, we had a two thirty-three. There we so, go. So, so uh, you know, most people. I predicted two seventy-five. I thought he'd squeak by, but uh, mm-hmm. I didn't really know about you know. Enough about Wayne County, I had, uh, and Maricopa County. And, I had 336 or 333, right? What did yes, I have? you had. What did you have? 333. 333. Yep. Yep. There we go. Uh, yeah, uh, let's check on uh, weather and traffic with Rudy Grande. Let's go. All right, as we put things together, we're going to start with the weather. Good-looking weekend coming. we got rain coming as well on Tuesday. Right now at the Russ Medical Center, it's 51 degrees. Heart Hospital in downtown Albuquerque, 53 and 52 at the Rock of Talk. Thank you for the text that let us know about this one. It's I-25 northbound coming up on State Road 22. That's right before Buttigers. Major crash there, so you got a couple of miles worth of backup. And, I mean, literally, it's almost at standstill. So you may want to kind of hang in Albuquerque, uh, maybe get dinner before you leave Albuquerque northbound. Again, that's northbound 25 coming up on State Road 22 in town. Looks like they cleared up the problems there on I-40 westbound. The trip's improving between the river and Unser. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by Live Spring at Salon Helena. That is on Manal, just north of Wyoming. I'm sorry, just west of Wyoming. What a great place! That is the west. Uh, I'm the. I'm sorry, the east side's best place to get Canyon water. If you change your water, you're going to change your life. This is alkaline water. You're going to be very healthy with that, drinking it all the time. And anytime that you're, I mean, you can. There's some great. Um, beauty things that you can do with the water as well. So you need to talk to Mike over at LifeSpring at Salon Helena, and he'll let you know all about that. All right, LifeSpring on Salon Helena, on Manol, just west of Wyoming. With that, we're up to date. Now let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro-aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. 546, uh, Ali Eniga was suggesting that 232 was the number that Trump got. So. Oh. I'm, a lot of moving pieces around here. So. Eddie, if I can for just a second, yes. right past the accident now, another one, this one just popped up on the screen. You got two accidents around I-25 northbound around 22, so I'd stay in Albuquerque for about an hour or so. Uh, probably more than that, huh? Yeah, this I is... I mean, the, generally in those two-lane highways and they shut down. When they shut down uh, 25 headed north, I've noticed, and after reducing it to one lane, it takes a while to get through. I've gotten caught, I think just once, and the one time that I got caught, I, I want to tell, I want to say it was like four hours. I remember when that one Greyhound bus that went down. Oh yeah, Ooh. remember that? Yeah. I think they were they were shut down for like six hours. So you know, it's next to impossible if you're headed up north uh, past Buttigers. Uh, I can't imagine where else you would go besides uh, Santa Fe Taos. Oh, and uh, Jay and uh, well, other people might be headed up north as well. So there you go. You got to uh, kind of worry about that. Let's get into the uh, big write up, uh, shall we? Uh, from uh, D. Dowd Muska, uh, and we're a little late on getting started on that, Dowd, but uh, this is something that you put together that I absolutely love. Uh, what I don't know how many links are in that one. Well, it's a lot. Uh, it's yeah. like, I think it's the most links I've ever seen in one of your articles. Sure. Uh, and it has a lot to do with where we are with regard to COVID, uh, the tyranny, and the fact that Michelle Lujan Grisham just doesn't listen, Dowd. Take it away. Yeah. Um, well, folks, you know, you heard we heard earlier today a caller uh, 
I think it was I think it was Mark Kathy Kathy Collar talking about the Doctor Yeadon uh, that we've played probably <laughs> I guess we can't play it enough on the Rocket Talk because people just seem to love it so much. Um, you know, he was one of the many points that Doctor Yeadon, uh, the biochemist, uh, chemist to uh, PhD, University of uh, Leeds, maybe over in the UK. Uh, we, we played that we played it many many times. One of the issues he discussed. It's a very rich, dense lecture of about maybe half an hour or so. But one of the points he made that really has intrigued me in the last, since we started playing it two months ago maybe, is this issue of the quality of the testing. Um, the most common test in, in New Mexico, uh, the official numbers show that all of our tests are, are 2.14 million tests. We have tested more people than actually live in the state. I don't know how that's possible, but we're, we're going to be digging into that too, um, is the PCR test. Uh, it is, uh, that's just the, 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 the acronym for the PCR test. And I'm going to read you just a little bit of an explanation uh, from a publication, and I will, uh, when I finish, I'll tell you what that publication is. Uh, the most widely used diagnostic test uh, for the new coronavirus is called the PCR test. It provides a simple yes, no answer to the question of whether a patient is infected. But yes, no isn't good enough, uh, according to Harvard epidemiologist Michael Mina. Uh, quote, uh, we've been using one type of data for everything, and that is just plus or minus. That's all. We're using that for clinical diagnostics, for public health, for policy decision making. According to the good doctor, again, epidemiologist, it's really irresponsible, I think, to forego the recognition that this is a quantitative issue. So he's talking about a simple, you know, in college when you when you audit a course or you take a pass-fail, you know, you just, yes or no, binary, zeros or ones in computers. Turns out there's a lot more, there's a, there's more, a lot more complications involved in, te- in, in when, you, when you do that nasal or throat swab. Um, the PCR test amplifies genetic material from the virus in cycles. The fewer cycles required, the greater the amount of virus or viral ro- load in the sample. So when you have only a couple of these cycle thresholds, it pops right up and it's like, hey, this person, you know, big viral load, contagious, sick, this person's in a lot of trouble. Uh, the greater, again, the greater the viral load, the more likely the patient is to be contagious. So uh, kind of an interesting problem. Um, what's the quality of these tests? The publication that I'm reading from is the New York Times, ladies and gentlemen. This article ran in August, uh, back in late August. So the New York Times, the gray lady, the gold standard for what the mainstream of society considers Good journalism was was raising this issue about the PCR test. What is you know what is that? Uh, Mr. Grande has gotten the PCR test. I'm sure when he went through his Mr. Grande's father has gotten PCR test. Eddie and I have refused to get tested by any method. So I you know you're gonna be dragging us, kicking, and screaming with you know Glocks in each hand uh, before you before you test the two of us. <laughs> but um, so the governor said yesterday, uh, and again that's how we determine cases. This this concept thrown around cases cases. Well, you got a positive PCR test, so you're a case. Um, I don't have any symptoms. I have mild symptoms. Maybe I had it months ago. Nope, you're a case. Uh, she said yesterday, uh, well, the r- ridiculous comment she started with, uh, we started the show with, uh, quote, we will continue to be an administration that's transparent. Uh, yeah, transparent. Um, she also said that the number of cases in the land of enchantment, again, she used her phraseology, cases, is an, quote, important metric. So basically she's saying that the PCR, yes or no, it's simple test, yes or no, is, quote, unquote, Important metric. Okay, here's why it's not an important metric. <laughs> um, again, according to the, our the public dashboard, this, the the Department of Health's own data, we now have 2.14 million people tested in a state that has a smaller population uh, than that. Uh, a growing number of critics, uh, including of course Dr. Eden, uh, think that the PCR test is flawed in terms of giving us usable, reliable, uh, transparent data. If you want to disclose the 
the cycle thresholds. Uh, this is a good quote. It's Nobel Prize winning inventor. Uh, this man unfortunately passed away in the summer of 2019, so he's not alive to critique what's happening now. Uh, the, the inventor of the PCR test declared that it was never intended to diagnose disease. It simply detects the presence of specific genetic material, which may or may not indicate infection. Hmm. Even worse, not every PCR test is the same. Uh, as I said, the key consideration is the cycle threshold value, CT, which is the level at which that test can detect a sample of the COVID-19 virus. Again, the higher the number of cycles, you know, 30, 40, 50, the lower the amount of viral load in the sample from that person's nose or throat, the lower the number of cycles, just a few, and it pops up, the more prevalent the virus was in that original sample. Why does this matter? Um, there's some great research coming out of the University of Oxford. They have a center called the Center for Evidence-Based Medicine. And just yesterday, as I was writing this, this great uh, article came out by a couple of doctors. So why does all this matter? Cycle threshold, PCR tests, this is all confusing. Who cares about this? Because when it comes to COVID-19, insufficient attention has been paid to how PCR, these testing results, actually relate to disease. The results of our recent systematic review, these two physicians conducted a review, on viral infectiousness indicate that cycle thresholds are essential to understand who is infectious and consequently the extent of any outbreak and for controlling transmission. Uh, there was a peer-reviewed journal. They looked at a uh, study. Uh, they did a meta-examination of studies. They found a couple studies showing that the odds of having a live virus culture, the kind you don't want, uh, were reduced by 33% for every one unit in cycle threshold, uh, and that cycle thresholds over 30 cycles were associated with non-infectious samples. So basically, the harder they're looking for this virus in you, the better off you're going to be, the least, uh, you know, the less contagious you will be. There's a, there's a great piece by a doctor in Rhode Island. He was actually attacking his governor the way some of us are attacking our governor. Uh, he said there's no tenable evidence asymptomatic persons with positive, quote-unquote, positive COVID-19 tests, particularly K-12, through or college-age students are at risk for severe COVID-19 infections, nor that they pose a serious risk of infectious spread to others. The numbers, basically, the point here is, matter. So why don't we have the data on the number of cycle thresholds for every so-called positive test in New Mexico? And we don't have it in any other state either, except one state as of about a month ago. Ron DeSantis, Republican governor, Florida, big Trump supporter, he had his Department of Health require all the laboratories that are doing these tests, these PCR tests, to report how many cycle thresholds were conducted to find the positivity for each patient patient who was tested. And again, these are swabs of your nose or, or your throat. Um, it's very, very interesting. Uh, this is more transparency. It will indicate how severe and uh, how infectious all these patients are. You could have, as Dr. Eden taught us months ago, uh, you could have people who are having are being positively coming up with a positive test, but they have dead genetic material from three months ago, and it's not terribly relevant to the so-called crisis today. Uh, Michelle Luan Grisham, if she cares about transparency, she would do what Florida Governor Ron DeSantis did, mandate that all of the laboratories doing these tests is a fairly simple process. They just mark it on the, on, on the results, on their form, uh, and she won't. And I really I ended the piece with a great uh, quote from a conservative writer who's been just on this issue for months. I think he's associated with Glenn Beck's media operation. Uh, why would we continue to indiscriminately lock down an entire society and chase our tail, tracing a virus with millions of positive cases that aren't really infectious? That strategy hasn't worked in containing the virus and has only worked to destroy our lives. And again, this was never about following the science. This was always about control. And the more the public is in the dark about what is and what is not a danger for spreading the virus, the more the politicians can categorically shut 
us down. If you care about transparency and science, Governor, you would follow Governor DeSantis and give us the information on the cycle thresholds for these so-called positive tests. But folks, I'm not holding my breath, and I don't think you should either. I think the conclusion that you come to and that we have now come to uh, is reality. Uh, um, the realization, I think, for all of us is that there's no end to this pandemic. As long as we continue to get tests, yep. uh, however faulty or not faulty they are, we will continue to exacerbate the problem. She recommended yesterday uh, in her conclusion down that she thinks that everybody should get a test regardless if they're symptomatic or not. Uh, that, that, that totally goes contrary to what we were hearing the first three months, which is only those people who show symptoms should be getting the test. So it really kind of shifted a few times in the midst of all this. And I think this echoes uh, another return to Dr. Eden, uh, which, of course, uh, discusses and talks about the very things that we are now realizing. Eden is right. Yep. What Eden has said uh, right from the very beginning is, you know, the more testing uh, will be disastrous for us. And now we've compounded it with the fact that uh, we've accelerated a vaccine, which generally hits market 38 to 42 months and now has hit it in, I think, a third of that, or actually a, a fifth of that time in uh, eight to nine months uh, for this vaccine. So we're now looking at compounding the problem by not knowing what the disastrous effects of a, a number of vaccin vaccinations and its overall effect on the population. Uh, essentially, anybody with, uh, I should say, anybody who doesn't have tire tracks and shotgun holes in them has died of a COVID death. Yes. Uh, we have been uh, statistically focused, uh, uh, literally droned into submission by looking at these numbers spin in front of our eyes and saying, oh, how terrible. But does any of us really have our COVID experience? I got on the phone with one of my good friends, and he's of an older age, and he refuses to leave the house. And let me just uh, wrap this by saying that this has been hardest on the older people who might be dying from a number of other things, but also could be dying potentially from stress if they have uh, probably an overemphasized view of what COVID could potentially do to them and its real impact on them. Uh, this, in many cases, we've heard of many 80, 90, even some people close to being centurions, and, and they have survived COVID-19. So you know, to say that this is worse than the flu, this is worse than anything that's out there i think would be a misstatement uh, where we are now but as you completely stated now everybody i would say a majority of people now agree this was never about the science this is about the control and there's certain people that are benefiting from that uh state employees city employees people who get far, federal lar largesse and benefits uh by free money from the government and uh these never let a uh <laughs> never let a crisis go to waste they used it to go ahead and cement things that they couldn't otherwise do in any other environment and those things were be to uh, install socialism and communism in the United States of America. We'll hit the top of the hour Fox News right here in the Kiva. Beautiful piece. Great work. Dowd is, is a absolute uh, gold mine here. Uh, he is uh, a treasure here, uh, not just for our station, but for the entire state, in my opinion. And I, I hope that you feel the same way. If you do, please join Chat. Back after the top of the hour Fox News. We'll check on weather and traffic with young Rudy Grande. You're listening to Fox News, ABQ.FM, K229CL, 93.7 FM, and AM 1600, KIVA, Albuquerque.
The manhunt continues. I'm Lisa Lacerra, Fox News. The FBI is reportedly questioning dozens of people in connection with the death of Capitol Police Officer Brian Sicknick. That's according to the New York Times. Sicknick died a day after getting into an altercation with Capitol Hill rioters last week. More than 200 people have been identified as having taken part in the riot, and more than half of those have been arrested. FBI Assistant Director Stephen D'Antuano with a message for those who haven't yet been caught. Every FBI field office in the country is looking for you. As a matter of fact, even your friends and family are tipping us off. 25,000 National Guard troops being sent to the Capitol and surrounding areas ahead of the inauguration. The Arkansas man photographed sitting at a desk in House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's office during the riot has been put under house arrest as he awaits trial. As the number of dead worldwide from COVID-19 reaches 2 million, President-elect Joe Biden lays out the details of his plan to get more people vaccinated against COVID-19. The detailed plan calls for expanding priority groups to include those 65 and older, targeting hard-to-reach areas, and increasing vaccination locations. Think of places that are convenient and accessible. School gymnasiums, sports stadiums, community centers. Mobile vaccination units will also be used. Biden says to give more shots, there must be more vaccine. We'll use the Defense Production Act to work with private industry to accelerate the making of materials needed to supply and administer the vaccine. Biden says an education blitz at the local level is planned to promote transparency and build trust. Gernal Scott. Fox News. Outgoing Health and Human Services Secretary Alex Azar says the U.S. doesn't have a reserve stockpile of vaccine. He made a comments during an NBC interview. America is listening to Fox News. New year, new budgets. Every small business has unique needs. And when you partner with a Dell Technologies advisor, you get real-time tailored advice. They'll even give you a free consultation on your servers and storage devices to develop a custom solution to help improve your company's productivity. Plus, get special financing with Dell Business Credit and big savings on business computers with Intel Core processors. Call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL. Progressive Motorcycle presents Road Wisdom from the Motor. In life... There is no stopping. But if you do, make sure no one is behind you. All clear. Progressive Motorcycle also presents basic policies starting at $79 a year. Progressive Motorcycle, for those who were born to ride. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Annual premium for basic liability policy is not available in all states. Another retailer making it easier for employees to get vaccinated against coronavirus. Trader Joe's is the latest business to offer an incentive for its workers getting the vaccine. The grocery chain will give employees two hours of pay per dose and will also shift around schedules to make sure employees have enough time to get vaccinated. This past week, online grocery delivery company Instacart also announced it will begin paying its workers 25 bucks to offset them taking the time to get the COVID-19 vaccine. And discount retailer Dollar General will give staffers the equivalent of four hours of pay if they get the vaccine. However, not every company is offering incentives like Target, but will make the vaccine free and accessible to its employees. Hillary Barsky, 
Fox News. This is one European country put stricter virus curfews in place. A number of European countries have turned to nighttime curfews in efforts to slow the spread of the coronavirus. Now France is clamping down further. From tomorrow, an 8pm curfew is being extended. The whole country, in most circumstances, must be home by 6pm every night. The French Prime Minister says France's Covid outbreak is serious with hospitals under pressure, but he says it's not getting worse. In London, Simon Owen, Fox News. Blue Origin, the space company owned by Amazon's Jeff Bezos, is testing things out before sending people up, launching a new capsule with a mannequin. The flight lasted 10 minutes and reached 66 miles above West Texas before landing successfully. Blue Origin plans to launch paying passengers, tourists, scientists, and professional astronauts on brief trips over West Texas. It's also working on a bigger rocket, New Glenn, that would blast off from Cape Canaveral, as well as a lunar lander for astronauts under NASA's Artemis moon program. This was the 14th flight for the new Shepard rocket named for Alan Shepard. The first look at this right now. 51 degrees in Rio Rancho. 53 in Knob Hill and 52 here at the Rock of Talk. And we still have that accident. Uh, now two of them. I-25 northbound. Uh, surrounding State Road 22 right there at Buttigers. Major crash is the first one you're coming up on. And that's what's causing the serious backup. About two miles worth of that. So you may want to just... Uh, Postpone going up north for another hour or two. As far as in town, got an accident golf course just north of Paradise, and that's really putting the pressure on Paradise uh, back to uh, Davenport. All right, this traffic report brought to you by Monty Cigar Shop, San Mateo, just north of Comanche. Biggest humidor in the southwest. That's a big, huge thing because with the temperature control, that gives you the largest selection and the largest selection of prices, too. Over 2,000 types of cigars, and they got great tobacco, classy pipes. Monty Cigar Shop, just north of San Mateo. I'm sorry, on San Mateo, just north of Comanche. And with that, we're up to date. So now let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro-aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. 606 in the 505 with more 411 here for your third hour. I am Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. On AM 1600 KIBA, Rock of Talk. Dot com and abq.fm on your app where you can watch us uh, there. You guys got to enjoy my New Mexico flag, the American flag, and the uh, the old join or die flag. What do you think about that, uh, D. Yeah, Damasco? That's pretty 13 cool. segments of the, of the snake, right? Yeah. 13, Franklin, uh, I think, was behind that? Or something? Yeah, uh, join or die. Uh, I've got it right there. You guys can see it. Uh, and uh, just want to make sure that uh, we get to fly these flags as long as we they, they, they allow us. Sedition, insurrection. You, you've heard right? of your freak flag fly? We let our freedom flags fly. So people need to think about this and think about flying those flags, especially during this time. Um, there's nothing wrong with it. Uh, that's what this country, believe it or not, was actually built upon, <laughs> that type of thinking. People like you, people like me, people like our uh, Kiva listeners uh, that are out there, and uh, there are many of us. Uh, this is one of the things that has happened They've created this false uh, sense that we're all going to rise up and be violent. It's not about to happen, I can tell you, for a number of reasons. There's a level of complacency with all the modern pleasures that uh, life has to offer. Now, I wouldn't say that that would prevent me from doing anything, although in this case I just think that there's other routes uh, for me to achieve the same end. Uh, it just takes longer, and it requires uh, more people to go ahead and be involved. I would say, I would say that, and I don't believe in 
doing anything that's uh, not peaceable, I should say, until, you know, it, it becomes imminent at that point. And I don't believe that I'm at that point. Um, I don't like to whine or complain in any way. I think I've been uh, pretty adamant about that uh, right out and telling people that, hey, we just build our own things. We do our own stuff. In that case, Roku uh, launches Monday at noon. That is for affirmative. I got that officially from Roku. Uh, Amazon Fire, uh, officially sometime tomorrow between noon and uh, Sunday at 5 p.m., so looking forward to that. Uh, we have to communicate. We have to find other channels. Uh, never helps to sit around, whine, and complain with not out doing something about it, as is the case with Impeach MLG. We didn't sit there and whine and complain. I talked about leadership, I believe, right from the very beginning, if I'm not mistaken, Doubt, and uh, from day one, we put that out there, and we let people know, hey, what was really happening, and uh, she... You need to understand Democrats like I understand Democrats. They are committed to winning like no other. When you're willing to lie, cheat, steal, come up with your own propaganda so that you could win, uh, folks, let me tell you, that is a real commitment. It would be nice if the Republicans were that committed. Uh, we've seen the turncoats uh, from the leader of the U.S. Senate, Rush McConnell, to uh, Lindsey Graham and all these people grandstanding say that they were on the side of Trump. What really counts is when the rubber meets the road and uh, people get to see what you're really made of and they test your metal. And a lot of people don't put their money where their mouth is. Uh, there's a lot of opportunists that are around. Uh, be careful about future candidates uh, who are just going to look to glad hand and sell you down the road because uh, they're very interested in uh, possibly a job or an opportunity for themselves. Many of these politicians are plotting their next thing for their next thing for their next thing. Oh, I want to be this, I want to be this, and then I want to be this. This is what Washington is full of, people who are career politicians. Uh, serving at the pleasure of the people is, I would say, uh, a pleasure. <laughs> you know, it it is, it's just not an opportunity, and it's a huge responsibility to be able to represent people. And I think uh, moving forward, going into this year, where we're not going to have just one but two elections, um, one in which I will uh, readily participate in, uh, I will tell you that this is something that you should be uh, looking at each and every candidate uh, through a different guise, uh, not through the party guys, and uh, certainly not through some sort of uh, prism that would suggest that you're interested in building their ego, their career, or their pocketbook. Uh, many of you have asked time and time again, how is it that these politicians go in, you know, with less than, you know, <laughs> a negative net value, uh, if you will, and end up become you know millionaires, multimillionaires, and in some cases uh, pretty close to billionaires and marrying into that stuff. Power really does uh, corrupt absolutely, and it's important to keep those people in check and making sure that uh, the people that uh, you are for have uh, first and foremost uh, New Mexico in mind. I got a very nice compliment today. He said, "Eddie, you have a nice uh, deal. You get to talk about politics, and why would you consider uh, doing it?" I said, because I'm getting tired of endorsing people who can't do the job that needs to be done. Mm -hmm. So if I could find somebody, I would gladly do it. And uh, many hands make light work, and I would certainly endorse and help those people. But I've been uh, taken for a ride by guys like Gavin. You know, uh, Gavin didn't even pay his advertising bill. Uh, still outstanding uh, to this day. Supposedly has three, four hundred thousand uh, dollars in the kitty uh, his deal. Uh, Michelle Garcia Holmes. She's scheduled, rescheduled, scheduled again, rescheduled. And would not debate uh, Brett Cook and Itis, and she would not date, debate uh, Jared uh, Vanderdusen. I like Jared Vanderdusen. I endorsed him uh, finally uh, out of everything. Uh, but I am running for the Republican nomination. 
Uh, I am running to make sure that I am in that race. I have the best chance, the uh, most ample resources, and probably the best message uh, overall and the best story to tell, especially during what is really called found money. Uh, found money is that time in which an opportunity presents itself in which wouldn't otherwise present itself. A needle in the haystack, people might look at it as. And that's exactly what's happening with uh, one uh, Deborah Holland as she vacates the seat for CD1 and will, will almost affirmatively be um, sworn in as your next Secretary Interior. Hard to believe a woman that unqualified to do anything else in life is now going to be running 20% of the nation's land. Uh, these are real, real consequences when leadership doesn't step up and when their hatred overtakes them and they don't get people who are willing to do something about it, like me or or or, or somebody that uh, it rep, you know represents a lot of the things just like me. So just some information for all of you guys out there as we uh, kick off here the third hour. As always, we appreciate the people who have contributed to the show, uh, but I think we need to wrap this thing up with uh, a lot of news. Your phone calls, your thoughts. Show Killer uh, will, of course, jump in at the end and come and kill off the show. We'll go to Bill O'Reilly. An absolutely fabulous weekend of programming here to entertain you. Can't wait to delve into uh, Clyde Lewis uh, uh, early this morning. And, of course, you're going to hear him from 5 to 11 p.m. Uh, on Sunday. A live Alex Jones Sunday from 3 to 5 p.m. That's very exciting. The Liberty Ladies uh, jumping in tomorrow at uh, 1 p.m. That will be live and They've already sent me their show notes, so I could I could tell you that looks really good. We have, of course, have uh, Dr. William Summers. Who Can will I get be an here. early request in for Dr. Summers? Uh, yes. Okay, Dr. Summers, <laughs> if you're listening, can you run through the whole saturated and unsaturated fats uh, explanation for me? I mean, okay. Dr. Summers knows so damn many things. Yeah. If somebody will ask him a question, I'll call or, or text in, and he'll give it like 90 seconds because he knows everything. Yeah. And it's like, doctor, you need... You need 90 minutes on saturated versus unsaturated. We're, we don't know everything you know. So if you could flesh that out okay. for me, uh, literally, a little a little more, um, I'm very willing to listen. And he's just he has got to be one of the most intelligent people I've ever He really is. Uh, really. And if you'll notice that uh, Will, as he's uh, known uh, amongst his friends, he's my doctor. Uh, Will is, he has no idea he's actually doing this. And I guarantee he's... He's listening. Uh, are you aware that he does not actually change the the pace of his his speech ever? Now the devil to mention true. it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I never had noticed, but he, yeah. Have you ever heard Even him? Keel. Have you ever heard him change the st- his speech? And then you're like, well, you have to think of what type of doctor he is, or where he comes from, or what he does. And yeah, wow, psychiatry. Yeah. From like the brain, uh, one of the best psychiatry schools uh, in the country, yeah. and of course uh, his his story of getting trying to get his product out with the federal government going to war with him. I mean, he's just an honorable guy. I like guy. that most about him. Oh yeah, he's he back going down. to war. <laughs> no. Not at all. Uh, what, what is it? Nominisca uh, cobundrum. What is that? Uh, don't let the bastards grind you down. Bono. <laughs> no, I think that yeah. predates Bono. Yeah, you know, I actually think that that is what's that song? Uh, Acrobat. Is that a, did I, okay? So this is sight unseen, acrobat lyrics. Let's see, acrobat lyric. That's from Octune, baby. You know, Dowd and I have hung out one time, one <laughs> night. I think that's it, right? We went to Angel Fire. I spent the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Family. You know, your time is coming around, so don't let the bastards grind you down. Mm-hmm. Nothing makes sense. Nothing seems to fit. I know you hit out. If you could, if you only knew who to hit. There you go. Okay. 
There you go. So it's all right there. Let's uh, run off the uh, ten stories of the day, shall we, D-Dowd Buska? We shall. All um, right. Let's start from the uh, top here. On you're going to number one, right? Well, I know number one, uh, but... With all that being said, why is it that uh, New Mexico, uh, you know, can't get a win when it comes to these great space race? Well, I mean, fundamentally, the, 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 if we're going to build a space tourism industry, Jeff Bezos, okay, we may not like everything or anything about him. Uh, his business model is a much more viable business model than the crazy Sir Richard Branson, who's failed at so many businesses. He's also had a couple of early successes, but um, more known for marketing. Jeff Bezos is more of an actual businessman, and I think he understands the engineering more. Much more. Uh, and, of course, the blue, what we're getting to here is the Blue Origin uh, test flight that happened yesterday morning, was it? Yeah. Uh, yesterday morning, they had their, uh, I guess, their 14th flight. If you go to right. my Facebook page, folks, you can see I do a chart, and it shows you the Blue Origin test flights versus Virgin Galactic test flights, flights and how much more viable Blue Origin is and how much more successful, how much farther down the road they are uh, than Virgin Galactic. And um, it's just uh, it's brutal because we're, we're, as taxpayers, we got smacked with a $226 million bill for a facility down there in Sierra County. I, yeah, I love Sierra County. Truth or consequences, great people down there. You know, they're, they're trying to hang on like a lot of rural communities in the hinterlands are, but the answer to their problems, the answer to you know economic development in New Mexico was not building a $226 million facility for a billionaire from Britain uh, who doesn't know anything about engineering and is mostly known for his marketing. So we are very, very close to Jeff Bezos, just over the line in Van Horn, Texas, not not far from New Mexico. Where, where's, Van, where's Van Horn? Uh, it's, I drove uh, back from San Antonio about a year ago, and it was about halfway between here and Albuquerque. So it's that, you know, you're heading up towards El Paso along the, what, the I-10 um, uh, so two hours outside of El Paso, then. Yeah, about that. Yeah, okay. uh, maybe maybe a little more. But um, it's a very small town, and I requested through Blue Origin's website a media tour of their facility, and let's just say that uh, request was not honored. I really wanted to go through there. It's literally the middle middle, middle of nowhere. But one of the, one aspect, there's so many aspects of Virgin Galactic that are laugh out loud, uh, just ridiculous and absurd, and why people continue to invest in this company, I don't know. Uh, they're not doing their homework. But one of the one of the many components that make Blue Origin so much more viable is they have a very simple system, traditional rocket, straight up, capsule at the top. If there's a problem with the rocket, you have those, those escape rockets fire off, the capsule comes off, the parachute comes down, comes up, everybody's safe. You know, Virgin Galactic, their little spacecraft is carried to 40,000 feet by the carrier plane, and literally one of their test flights, they almost hit the carrier plane as they drop the rocket ship portion of it. It's much more cumbersome, much more dangerous, and any sane person who wants to take one of those suborbital trips is going to go with Jeff Bezos every time uh, over Sir Richard. So, um, uh, yeah, sorry, sorry, I had to break the news to you, uh, uh, Representative Rebecca Dow, but um, Bezos is beating Branson, and we've been talking about this for a long time. She doesn't even know who Jeff Bezos is, but she probably knows probably uh, Amazon. Yep. You know, I'm not a smart man, Jenny, but I know what love is. I think that's kind of there. Uh, you know, uh, I'm getting texts in. If you would have called, if you would have voted Damon, Dan Hockman v. Hill out, this crap would have been investigated in the legislature. No, it wouldn't have. No, it There's zero chance zero of that chance. happening. <laughs> um, and I'm telling you right now, it is protected. It's a bubble. Uh, this is pulling from the same money. It is the dirtiest, most corrupt money. And all I have to remember, uh, mention is Prince Andrew, Jeffrey Epstein, Richard Branson, and Bill Richardson. So there you go. Those are the uh, four cowboys, uh, as it were, that uh, really started that uh, abysmal failure down south. And that happens to take place in the... Uh, 
the heart of uh, the second congressional district, represented by, I believe, by four of the least in the last five terms, uh, by uh, none other than Steve Pierce himself, who is head of the Republican Party, and now you got Rebecca Dow trumpeting it. And uh, remember, uh, Pierce is uh, is a pilot. So can I tell you my Steve Pierce spaceport story one more time? If yeah, people yeah. haven't heard this. So Steve Pierce, uh, congressional representative, politician in New Mexico for many, many years, runs for uh, governor in 2018, the governor that eventually gave us <coughs> um, Michelle Lujan Grisham, I believe. Uh, he puts out this kind of faux newspaper. You know, sometimes the marketing and promotion. I see you, those. You put yeah. out, you know, you, you, politicians dumb. do it. And, you know, they, are people stupid enough to think this is an actual newspaper? Maybe some people are. So he puts it out, and he has a, he has a crossword puzzle. I'm sure he's a consultant. You know, that he paid lots of his consultants lots of money to come up with the, with this, with the uh, crossword puzzle. Um, one of the questions was, Elon Musk loves this. And the answer, you know, <laughs> seven down or nine across or whatever was spaceport. <laughs> by then, by the time he issued this, ladies and gentlemen, Elon Musk, who God, toyed, no. toyed with the idea, he had a lease at the spaceport. He did. I'll admit to that. I'll cop to that. Decided he wanted nothing to do with this, conducted no tests, and had long since skedaddled from Spaceport America. And Steve Pierce's campaign still believed that Elon Musk, now the world's richest man, was really interested in you know building a space infrastructure and space space workforce in Sierra County. Either stupid or liar, you know the old question, stupid or liar. I'm going with stupid on this one. But they still <laughs> believe. Just one more day, Eddie. Your uh, one of your opponents uh, who ran for the GOP uh, chairmanship of the party. Uh, I was on an email chain recently. I think people were sending emails. Uh, on many email chains. E- email that he, sends out. he is, yes, he is yes, so nuts. Yes. Um, and one of his friends in the Republican Party said, "Oh no, you have to understand, Sir Branson's coming through." for us. Ladies and gentlemen, good night. No, I, I any, give up. Tip your waitresses. I'm out of here. not on any of those email chains anymore. I mean, unbelievable. And uh, Eric, Eric uh, also... Uh, uh, it, it was not him, by the way. It was one of the people in the chain. And, and some Republican loyalist and Steve Pierce loyalist was saying, Sir, Sir, Sir Richard's going to come through for us. Oh, sure. Send me his name. I'll tell you who he is. Uh, <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, this coming out of Investor Place today. Uh, SPCE. This from Raymer of Investor Place contributor. Uh, he says SPCE, which is also known as Virgin Galactic, yep. is risky since many people will probably be reluctant to take a ride now to space with the company. Uh, last month's malfunction of a Virgin Galactic, I have the wreckage, uh, by the way, of that uh, space vehicle made me meaningfully more bearish on space stock. Given the high risk facing the company, the shares of late valuation, I continue to recommend that investors sell and sell now. Hey, listen. I've you made, need to sell you idiots. I've made $13 on my one share. I'm sticking with it. <laughs> In a column last March, I warned that it's impossible to know whether a fatal accident will destroy the company's business. Jay Hockman V. Hill has, uh, have you noticed, none of the mainstream media has even talked about her pre-filing of mm-hmm, the million mm-hmm. dollars. Uh, it's hard to know how wealthy, many wealthy people will actually go through paying $250,000 for a 90-minute ride. In the wake of last month's failure, I believe that the chances of ruinous fatal accident have meaningfully risen. And the odds of it attracting tens of thousands of customers has significantly dropped. On December 13th of 2020, during an attempted space flight, the engine of Virgin's space vehicle did not fully ignite as it attempted to launch, according to Michael Colgazier, the CEO of Virgin Galactic. Further, he said the ship's computer lost connection with the rocket motor. Launch was automatically terminated. Colgazier attempted to upbeat about the incident. He noted that the pilots in the ship were unharmed while the vehicle safety system worked as planned. Echoing that sentiment was credit Swiss analyst Robert Spiergum, no doubt getting paid uh, to spin out good news. The silver lining is that space was able to prove that it is built in fail-safe scenarios, worked to properly enable the SS-2 to glide safely back to Earth. 
It, it never left Earth, you idiot. <laughs> well, that's the, uh, that's Virgin Galactic. You're spinning a failure as a success. I mean, uh, only only government and Virgin Galactic can do that. Uh, I, I read. You know, he must have a nice harem of girls that he's paying these politicians <laughs> with. Uh, and other and other accoutrements. Apparently, there have been yeah. some supermodels down at the Necker Necker Island, British Virgin Islands oh, yeah. facility, yeah, uh, and some Hollywood stars too. But I'm not going to insinuate how long, anything. Uh, how long did Nexium go to jail for? Oh, he was sentenced recently. Yeah, wasn't he, he was sentenced yes. uh, last month. Yes, I'll notice there was out. no mention. The poor little girl from the Superman show. She got involved in that too. That was. Uh, By the way, uh, 1.4 miles is the uh, actual uh, amount of. Uh, space that Zorro Ranch is outside of CD District 1. Oh, one. Okay. I just want to let you know. Uh, Keith Ranieri got 120 years. Yeah, 120 years. There we go. Boy, you want to tattoo enough people in your little cult? There you go. <laughs> you gave him this like, tiny little tattoo, right? What was it? Can you look up that tattoo? Yeah, it was, it was an amalgam of his initials and then Allison Mack's initials. She was the girl from Super the Superman show. Pretty little blonde girl and then she got... Because the because Canada writes checks the way New Mexico writes checks, her whole life could, she could be a fa famous, successful actress right now. He was up in Vancouver, and she got associated with him because so many TV shows are subsidized up in Canada there. And so uh, that's what I watched all those documentaries on HBO early, last year. It's quite a story. This guy was a professional they con man. I mean, he was really uh, he was uh, he was successful until he wasn't successful, and now he's in federal prison. You for cannot call years. anything uh, someone who's a swindler, a con man. A success. Yeah. Uh, according to Seeking Alpha, as of December 13th, the company had about 600 customer reservations. Another 400 people were showing, quote unquote, an interest. Where those were the people who paid $100. Remember, there was they were giving it away for $100. You can yep. make a reservation. Yep. Virgin Galactic is looking to sell tickets for 200,000 to 250,000. Even if all the 1,000 of those who had shown interest over a period of several years buy tickets at an average price of 225,000, that equates to 225 million dollars of revenue, not enough to pay for the space force. Spaceport. Uh, yeah, That's they not lost. very impressive considering that the market cap of space <laughs> stock is six point two five billion. <laughs> Can I not tell you? Did I not tell you guys Sucker to sell? Sell man. now. It's going to be bankrupt. <laughs> I got to send you some photos of the wreckage out in California. So. Oh yeah, that happened back in twenty fourteen. Yeah. Of course, one of the pilots was killed. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's spooky stuff, ladies and gentlemen. I, I think what's what interests me more uh, about the passenger angle of this. I read so many space, you know, trade publications, and there's a lot of really. What I like about reading those specific websites and publications is you've got a lot of engineering types, old NASA guys, you know, who've worked in rockets for years, and there, so many of them have commented, "I would not get on that flying death trap if you paid me a million dollars." The Bezos rocket is simple; it goes straight up, capsule at the top, escape system. Uh, they just say it's just so ridiculous, the cumbersome, where you have the carrier aircraft that brings you up. Then you drop the spacecraft. The spacecraft kicks the engine off when it actually lights. It didn't light the last time. And, and you, you hear these terms again and again. I would not get on in that you, death You talk death about it as if it's something that has succeeded thus far. <laughs> and like anything else, it's just all theory. Like communism, it's theory. It'll never work. It'll never take off. You can uh, believe in it all you want. Socialism will never work. Communism will never work, and neither will Richard Branson's uh, Virgin Galactic. Uh, there you Helps go. Helps when the taxpayers pay for all your infrastructure. Well, that's yeah. the way uh, socialism is good until when? You run out of other people's money. Thank you, God, man. What a team we are. Task Force 40% turning down COVID vaccine. That's according to the Silver City Daily Press. Those people, we're kind of smart down here. We ain't going to be sticking anything in our body. I'll have a couple of fifths of whiskey before I decide to take a vaccine. I love Report to Grant County commissioners by members of the Grant County Community Health Councils. 
Emerging Infectious Diseases Task Force on Tuesday revealed more details about the effort to vaccinate eligible residents in the year in the novel coronavirus, including the fact that about 40% of those who have been offered the vaccine in Grant County declined it. <laughs> those aren't solid numbers. Some people just want the vaccine. They're choosing to wait, said Task Force member Silver City Emergency Manager Jeff Fell, who noted that among the 40% of the People declined the vaccine were some who were eligible to receive it under the state's phase guidelines, but are currently disallowed under the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention guidelines. The group includes anyone who has tested positive for the COVID-19 within the past 90 days, for example. But also said that the Gila, the, no, you gotta say text, uh, the, the Gila Regional Medical Center's Infection Preservationist, I don't even know. That's a large word for even for big text. <laughs> William Hammer has reported 60-40 acceptance declination rates among the frontline health care workers at the hospital who are eligible to receive the vaccine. It shocked me, frankly, that 40% of the Tier 1 people who were eligible were offered the vaccine, declined the vaccine. Well, I'll tell you what. They're not sitting here listening to the propaganda in Albuquerque. They're not with the silver hair ponytail crowd in Santa Fe. I'd actually like to know what percentage of the... Nothing will invade my body. <laughs> yes. I'm going to yoga. The toxins are everywhere. I'm going to the hot springs. Flush out the toxins, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the chakras. Yes. Is the vaccine going to hurt my chakras? <laughs> and I'm like, what's it going to do to my... I don't know. What is a chakra? Is this an energy? What, what is a yeah, chakra? Uh, uh, new age. Is that the woman who's saying, I feel so good, I feel for that's you? That's Chaka Khan. Oh, that's Chaka Khan. <laughs> Damn. Damn it. I missed it again. I feel for you. I don't know if it's, it's, if it's Chakra, Chakra Khan. Chakra Khan. Chakra Khan. Chakra Khan. Liberal activists arrested, charged with participating in the Capitol riot. Uh, here we are. This is good. Just the news. Gotta say, I enjoy, I enjoy Steve, I enjoy me some Steve Bannon at about 8 a.m. in the morning, uh, getting to the war room. Uh, I like the way he is. He's so ugly. <laughs> he's no looker. Is, 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 is very ugly. I don't, hope I don't have to go on his show because I know when I go on his show, I got to apologize for that. But Steve Bannon is not anything to look at. He's got these giant uh, earmuff headphones right over his ears. But I'm listening to every word he says, and I'm mesmerized, and I don't look away. I don't care how ugly it is. Everything that he says politically is some of the most beautiful stuff that he's putting together. I like the way he sets up the show, or like the year of our Lord. You know, I mean, it is sort of impactful the way. Have you watched the show yet? No, no, no I got it. Real, Real America's Voice, you say? Yeah, and then he's got uh, Raheem Kasim or whatever his name is. He's good. Um, you know, his analysts, you know, they're pitching in. And guess where you can find it, ladies and gentlemen? Directly on the Roku. There you go. So uh, what can you tell us uh, about this, quote-unquote, liberal activist? Out well, this is interesting stuff because what, what so many people said early on, you know, this was Antifa leading the way. Yep. We, we now know that there were, there were I many. Think, I think more people said MAGA. I think it was the real QAnon right nut, nut cases that, 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 that were, were said to be on the right. The solid citizen MAGA types, the people who called here, the three people I know who were in Washington that day did not engage in anything. But uh, now we have our first arrest. I believe the federal charges, yeah, a federal a progressive activist. His name is John Sullivan out of Utah, which is not really known for progressivism. But uh, uh, FBI agent Matthew Fulger, uh alleged in an affidavit on Wednesday that rather than merely act as a journalist, this guy Sullivan claims to be a journalist, Sullivan was, quote, knowingly and willfully uh, joined a crowd of individuals who forcibly entered the U.S. Capitol and impeded disrupted and disturbed the orderly conduct of business by the United States House of Representatives and the United States Senate. My hope 
when all this happened last week, and I think it's, we're, the truth is starting to filter out because so many people were taking still photographs and video that were ever, you know, finally we're going to get to what exactly happened, the timeline of this, the sequence, who was involved, who wasn't involved. I know for an absolute fact three people I knew who I know who are in Washington were not involved in any violence last week. So I'm just trying to get my arms around what happened because the left-wing perspective, you, you know, you don't have to believe a word of it, the right-wing perspective, it was all Antifa. I'm not finding that terribly credible either. Finally, we're starting to get arrests of, of the people who were involved, and we can start to find out what actually happened, the sequence of events, who's to blame, who's not to blame. And it's going to take time in any event like that. A lot of people, there are a lot of craziness going on. Where, where the truth is going to come out. This didn't happen at Spaceport America, where nobody would notice anything. This happened in Washington, D.C., with a lot of people with digital devices. So, um, interesting. The left-wing narrative of no lefties involved in this, well, seems to be belied by this new arrest. But nobody is paying attention to it, and nobody is uh, amplifying it. Certainly not uh, your mainstream media. 550-5500. I'll get to your text. Let's take a quick call. Call you in the Kiva. Well, I heard you need a show killed off. Is, is uh, not correct? for another 15 minutes. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, now we like... <laughs> too early, show killer. Wow, way too damn early. The guy just jumps in. He's like ready. I just had to hang up on him. Uh, we just want our voices to be heard, the Capitol protesters speak out. And I really believe that that's really the story of everything. Yep. Is whether it's social media, you know, the, um, the situational uh, shadow banning, uh, whatever context that you have to be in. I mean... Conservatives, if your way of communicating was only Facebook, let me tell you something. Uh, talk radio has been here for nearly 100 years. 100 years. There's Think no bigger. better social media than that. Yeah. And now that we're on your old telly, uh, who knew that we would be going to the telly? The telly started, what, uh, you know, uh, 48, 47, 48, uh, right uh, post-World War II. Um, you know, now we just kind of go through that. So this great reset actually helps everything overall, but in order to make our voices uh, truly heard, we've got to change those voting machines. Once we went full bore electronic, mm. we'll have a report on this on Monday and Tuesday, uh, because I've got uh, some pieces i got to share with Dad Muska. Hopefully they're still up. Uh, i got a guy who sent me a number of uh, uh, connections uh, to some really good information. I'm just pouring through it, but it's so dense that it's going to take some time. So uh, you want to get your voices heard? Vote! And vote! And vote. That's what we've got to do and make sure that it counts and counts and counts. And, you know, I think that probably the most important position in the entire state, and somebody, uh, a young person was telling me earlier that uh, they were going to be running for the Secretary of State the next time around. I'm like, that's the most important position in the entire state of New Mexico. There's no doubt about it. And remember, the Republicans gave it up. I had a uh, bad gambling habit of one uh, Diana, dirty Diana Duran, right? She, uh, when, what was she playing? What was her game of choice? Do you oh. know? I don't know. Was she a slots of fun video poker? Or, uh, no, I think she was slots. Was she uh, was she was she real slotty? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it was. I think you're right. <laughs> like what? But he had to like double take. I had to wake Rudy up over there. Like, <laughs> boy, what a slut! She's so slotty. Uh, she, I think she was on the slots, right? Mm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. This campaign. Yeah, but no, what you said earlier that is so important uh, yeah. in terms of uh, surrendering your First Amendment to these guys. I mean, I. I do not defend Jack Dorsey and the what are they Zucker oh, Zuckeroid so or something? There's a word for him at like because he's such an android type acting person. Um, talk to your neighbors, okay? Retweeting something is not changing the culture, okay? It's really not. Meet Obviously. your neighbors. Yeah. Introduce yourself to your neighbors. And I, 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 there's a negative side to this too. There's a crazy guy online I listen to on the weekends and 
there's a lot of crazy things online, but some of those crazies actually have some pearls of wisdom dropped in there. And he encourages people to meet as many of your neighbors as you can. You don't have to become best friends, but learn if they're going to be a help to you if the worst comes. And get get to know the character of your na- of your neighbors. You know their their beliefs and mores, their religious beliefs if they have any. And you may need to think about moving. Because the people in your immediate area, when you, you know what hits the fan, if it gets really bad, are not going to be assets to you, and you're not going to want to be assets to them. So uh, I'm not telling anyone to do anything specific uh, or, or, or radical at this point, but we don't. I live in a huge apartment complex. I've lived there three years. As a, In three days, I'll have lived there for three years. Really? How, how many people do you think I know in my apartment complex? For Zero. Two? Zero. No one, no one has ever uh, approached me, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm just, I'm a great looking, friendly kind of guy. I have wow, my dog with you. me. This, I have my dog with me sometimes. Nobody, you, nobody look ever, nobody ever approaches me. So, um, it's not. I know that's not as bad with homeowners, but um, you know, reach out. It's, it's more. It's so much more important than retweeting something that you know some talk show host or some person on TV said. Uh, and then decide for yourself in my immediate community, is this going to work for me if the worst comes? And you may have to decide it's not going to work for me. And Let's talk about Twitter for a moment, shall we? Uh, we'll give uh, Jack Dorsey uh, his due. Uh, out of his own mouth, the best way to go ahead and uh, and defeat anybody is to use their words against them. Uh, knock on wood, go ahead and try to do that and try to comb through all the annals of uh, my history on podcasting uh, and uh, videotaping and YouTubing uh, as well. Love to see that. Uh, please, please do your opposition research. Here's Jack Dorsey. We include this on our top ten TV news from last night, which can found can be found at rockoftalk.tv. Oh, come on, Jack, talk. Uh, where's he at? He's not. He's not Creepy coming dude. up. Creepy dude. Um, I don't know what what's going on with Jack. He's not simply playing. Let me see if I can. College dropout. I recently learned. Was he really? Yeah. Like uh, all these tech guys, right? So many. Yeah, all these tech guys are. Let's see if he's... No, not there. Uh, the Jack Dorsey clip uh, can't play. Uh, bet you it's been muted, right? Because Is it the Veritas clip? Or? It's the Veritas yeah. clip, yeah. So let's see if we can find it very quickly. Um, I put it in there. But there it is, Project Veritas and uh, Dorsey. Uh, this was played earlier. You listened today. Seems like you really like Glenn Beck. Do you? Let's just say he and I don't agree on metaphysics. Um, mm-hmm. Other than that, uh, Beck is like Limbaugh. They they're conservatives and they're not they're not unapologetic conservatives. But for libertarians, we we, we have good an- antenna for for detecting libertarianism. I mean, Rush is an iconoclast. He likes to play rock and roll. There's a libertarian element to Rush. There's a libertarian element to, to Beck as well. And I think Beck did. I'm actually reading a book about the progressive era right now. And Beck, I think, did more to inform more. Voters and activists about progressivism and what it what it was 100 125 years ago than than any person alive today and I think he should be commended for that and I think he has that stew stew guy who stays with him and he kind of keeps him grounded so sometimes Beck will go off a little too far and Stu kind of reigns. They do a little uh, too much uh, comedy, unfortunately. That doesn't, yep. I don't I'm, I don't find their sense of humor that funny. Yeah, the arguing with idiots, yeah, and the football picks. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, really not. Yeah, like yeah. you just lose me and I just just keep it po- political. But as much. No, I, I don't mind references. I just. I can't get into the overall. Let's go on a tangent. Well, if it's a bit, minutes. like we don't do bits here. You're yeah. not. We're not going to have some wacky guy call in with a wacky accent. Hey, you know? now's our yeah. time. Yeah. No, they, yeah. Yeah. Well, we do have show killer. I guess that's a bit. <laughs> He's coming. He's coming. Oh <laughs> God! All right, uh, here's the Veritas. <laughs> uh, we've awoken the Kraken. <laughs> 
and Veritas is rumbling. Wow, they went to. Before I turn, I said to my note, it's going to take some time. And then the other thing is to close out a little bit. What's with this hipster beard uh, look? You know, all these leftists have these hipster beards. Have you noticed he's, this? He's one of the creepiest guys in Silicon Valley. Yeah, apparently, mean, he's uh, he's doing his uh, meditations out in the mountains, and he does really strange things. Uh, I didn't realize his level of donations uh, oh, to all these Democratic uber Party. leftist groups. Yeah. Uber leftist. Yeah. He says we know are focused on one account right now. That is at real Donald Trump. We are focused on one account right now, but this is going to be much bigger than just one account. And it's going to come on. This will go beyond the inauguration. They're going beyond Donald Trump. So I think you should probably say at this point, and we've been telling you this for how long now? They're coming for you. They're coming for you. Here it is. They are absolutely coming for you. Um, Please realize that and prepare yourselves accordingly. I mean, if you're not prepared and you're like, Oh, I got banned on Facebook. I'm banned. Please, I'm a, someone send me another account. I'm banned on Twitter. They're coming for you. They're absolutely coming for you. This is this is your buddy, Jack Dorsey. Uh, and remember what they're going to do with all your personal information. They're going to use it against you. If they could recreate you, they would probably do that as well. And remember, your Facebook profile is more is more of who you are than you are who you are, regardless of it being Facebook. Remember? Everyone goes on uh, saying, oh, look how wonderful my life is. I'm on, I'm on Facebook. Right? Really With thousands weird. of friends. Oh, thousands. I actually do have thousands of friends, Rudy. But well, there's nothing wrong with that, but well, I mean, I like that's like people a, get their identity from that. And it's like, what? Yes, I, I, cannot, I cannot function forward until I have made my determination that Facebook is, oh, my gosh. Tell, tell me what I should like. So, focus is certainly on this account. Real world violence. Oh my example, I, I example, Jack. I guarantee the kid has never been involved in a fist fight one time. Not once. Jack Dorsey, you ever think he doesn't said, look like the type? Everything <laughs> he's thrown fists so as tough as he looks. He thinks he looks like the guy on Three Hundred. I mean, I would literally beat that man into a pulp. Should we have to have him? Well, I'd like to. I'd pay to see that. I mean, <laughs> literally, like throw the first punch, Jack. We'll we'll figure it out uh, wherever we need to. I mean, this is. Absolutely incredible. Let's let's hear more of the bullying from the great Jack Dorsey. But also, we need to think much longer term around how these dynamics play out over time. Um, you know, that really gives me the sense that his megalomania has hit a, a, a type of crescendo. Mm-hmm. And 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 my my apologies to Donald Trump, but at the same time. I'm also going to come down on Donald Trump for giving a man that much control over him. Is that fair to say? I think so. I think, I think so. in all fairness, I think and I think that uh, you know Donald Trump never considered the consequence that there's a CEO of a company that may not like him that is used to express himself to 88 and a half million people, literally. But if you hear that right there, li- listen to what he says again. This is really. Um, I guess creepy. Uh, also, we need to think about how much longer term, how these dynamics play out over time. Like he's an elected government official, mm-hmm. and he has a responsibility to do something about anything that he passes judgment on within his own platform. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, the best thing to do is do exactly what Rush, Rush Limbaugh did. Just get off of Twitter. 
I mean, I know we're broadcasting out on Twitter and putting some stuff, but I'll just keep going on his platform because all my traffic's outbound until he decides to go ahead and ban me. I don't care. It'll happen eventually. Is it going to impact me? No, we don't even put his little Twitter bird on our website any longer. Um, I don't believe this is going away anytime soon. And the moves that we're making today uh, around uh, QAnon, for instance, want to take that ball of a much broader approach. Um, that we should be looking at um, and going deeper. So um, the team has a lot of work and a lot of focus on this particular issue. Um, we also need to give them the space and the support to focus on the, the much bigger picture uh, because it is, it is not going away. So I love this, and he's not going away um, in, in the near term, but what I really enjoy about what he is saying is that he is committing himself to a mission, a personal mission to eradicate things. He's taking personal responsibility. So he's digging in. Obviously, we've been dug in for some time. I mean, between the uh, pot smoking and the other things that have been going on for some time amongst all these uh, hipster techies, uh, we'll just go ahead and let them be for right now. But I can tell you, for 244 years, we've been doing this uh, for the long haul. Back uh, Monday, early morning, 4 p.m., right here in the Kiva, Roku, noon on Monday. And don't forget, uh, we have Amazon Fire tomorrow. Stay tuned, uh, everybody. We've got Bill O'Reilly. He's next, right here in the Kiva. Thanks, everybody, for listening.